It's a big week when RHAP is on the road in Chicago. Check out my live show from Chicago. That's going to be up on Thursday, Wednesday night. Shannon Gus is going to be live with you with Kelly Wentworth after Survivor. And we preview the Dondi finale with Dealer No Deal Island host Joe Manganiello all right here on RHAP. We know reality TV. everyone and welcome to Rob has a podcast. I'm here today to talk about the circle. I'm your host Taryn Armstrong. Rob is not here with us today, uh, unfortunately, but uh, but I'm here and uh, we're gonna be talking about week three of the circle season three and I have some great guests with me here today. Uh, first of first up is Mike Bloom. How you doing Mike? I'm doing well Taryn. Uh, you like Rob? You think Rob's a good guy? Yeah, you know, he, yeah, he's he's a good guy. All right, well, I got a secret for you. Rob is me. I'm Rob. What? <laughs> yeah, that's me. That was me the whole time. Player MB is Rob this whole time. Yeah, and now you know what? I even know Boston. That's how good I was. I I was able to pull all those Boston. Fo- I am from the East Coast, so I know everything about Boston. So I got you hook, line, and sinker. Oh, jeez. Oh man. Well. Uh, that's this is really impressive, Mike. Uh, I mean, I know you were talking as as Rob. Uh, you're talking about going on a date with, you know, uh, some other people. But what about you and I? Who knew Taryn was a babe? Man, he's <laughs> <it> as himself. <laughs> <laughs> My God, we got to talk about Nick's like cartoonish wolf whistles going on here. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we also, of course, have Mari here with us. How you doing, Mari? Hi, guys. I'm here. And, um, you know, I just want to say that I think Mike Bloom is a little untrustworthy. Yeah, uh, I, I think he's untrustworthy, but he is a valuable member of the circle. <laughs> I was going to say, Mari, have you been watching Black Widow Brigade? Because that's been the internet's opinion as of late. Is that I'm an person, so like, I'm, I'm bring it on, you know, keep it on to me. Yes. No, I, I have to. I, I, I'm. I have to catch up on Black Widow Brigade, but I am so glad to be here to talk about the Circle. Of course, one of my favorite reality TV shows. It. It really feels like it snuck up on me. I swear I looked up. I was like, wait, the circle is back. Oh, great. Something else I have to watch. But then once I got into it, I was like, yes, I can't wait. And this season has been like giving me so much life. And it's kind of giving my favorite season of the circle is Brazil. So it's giving Brazil a run for its money uh, for me. There you go. Well, uh, it seemed like we had blocked her just there for a second, but uh, we do have Asia with us as well. Hey, Asia. Hey, Taryn. Um, yeah, I was pretty sure I was blocked and I was pretty sad about it. Um, but then, no, there was a twist. I came back. And uh, so, yeah, I'm glad to be talking to you again for the third time this week in the busy week. And like it feels like in reality TV um, this year. So uh, very excited to uh, dive into the circle. I've been loving the season. Yes. Uh, what a what a third week here of the circle. Um, it's uh, I, I've really enjoyed. It. I feel like uh, I feel like Rob is missing out. Yeah. yeah. I mean, here here's the thing. Let allow me to be blunt. Week one sucked. In <laughs> I was not a fan of week one. I felt like mm-hmm. everyone that they brought in was either like blase, ott, or in the case of Ava and Chanel, like somehow double jeopardy a little bit of column a a little bit of column b now i don't Mm -hmm. know if it's a combination of the people that they brought in 
uh, which I liked infinitely more. Like just the dynamic that bore out. I mean, I freaking love this this two sided you know season six of Big Brother aspect we've got <laughs> going on. I would say that like I'm still not in love with the cast completely, but there's at least some really interesting play going on that I think buoys some of the personalities along. And it got to the point where, like, even at, like after week one, I watched week two and I was like, no, 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 like, come back. Like, it's okay. Like, trust me, it, it's getting better. Come back <laughs> to week two. And I think that's, that's what happens. And, I, you know, I know it's not how you start, it's how you finish. So I think we really, especially given how the way week three ended, are really building to a very interesting finale. Yeah. Yeah. Week one felt like, uh, like, uh, okay, right away we block uh, Ava and Chanel. Great. Uh, oh, they're back. Hold on. We got it. <laughs> we got to spend three more episodes getting them out again. Um, mm-hmm. All right. All right. Show starts week two. Uh, we just, uh, just crossed that week one off. Uh, and I agree. I feel like the the strategy here in uh, in the circle season three has been, um, you know, I feel like every season it's, it progresses a little bit more, a little bit more. But um, I actually do think that uh, it has been interesting and uh, it's been a very strategic season without losing the the genuine connections either. People are using yeah. the genuine connections they have in a strategic way. Um, and there's really no player left in the game that's like fully like, I just play with my heart. I'm just not even strategic at all, um, <laughs> yeah. which, which I think has been good for the show for, from my perspective. Yeah, and this is what I kind of meant by like this is one of the the seasons of the circle that got strategic way quicker than almost any other season or iteration. And at first, I was like, "Oh, this is like I always wanted this, and now that I have it, I'm like, I don't know, I don't know about this." <laughs> but <laughs> but now it's 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 caught up with itself. And like I said, I think what was kind of happening was we were getting the strategic stuff like really fast, really early without getting those connections. Yeah. But yeah, once it exactly. once it went on and on and we got way more connections. I was like, oh, thank God. Because like I think you guys pointed out last week, I was like, half these people I don't know. Like with the catfishes, all of them being on the band, I was like, who? I know the avatar, but then I don't know the person or I know the person and I don't know the avatar. And it was just, it was kind of like, oh God, this is extra strategic and all the people I like are leaving. So this kind of sucks. But I really liked this week. This week was a roller coaster in a sense of the strategy was, was so present. And I just was on my seat every like episode, like what is going to happen? Yeah. Yeah. It's been, it's been a slow burn for me because I was the same way. I, I wasn't all in on the cast at the very beginning and even just ending episode 12. I'm like, I've come around on a lot of people. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what? You can't even knock. Um, this person for how, you know, they've been able to outplay this other person. Um, and then just the fact that they have sprinkled in those like elements of like personal conversations with one another. I'm like, okay, now that that's the part of the circle I really do enjoy. So mm-hmm. yeah, been happy yeah, I, about I, that. I'm, and I felt it a little more, I don't know. I, on the one hand, I'm like, oh, it's more natural. There's that famous TikTok from last season. I remember, right. Where it's like, oh, I'm so happy that you like the cake I baked. Because my grandmother died in a baking accident. Like, you don't want to type in the top story like icing on your dead grandmother's cake. Uh, but and it seemed like it's more prevalent. I'm thinking specifically about that that really fantastic conversation between James and Matthew 
uh, where it's just like, mm-hmm. like you said, Aisha, really bringing in these personal elements. I love James. James is my favorite person on the show. Mm-hmm. But I really mm-hmm. like how we demoned him this week. We gave him some gameplay. We gave him some personal stuff. I say that while also bringing up that in the last episode, there's literally a question of like, hey, what would you do with the money? Give me all the reasons why, you know, you feel like you're in the state that needs $100,000 right now. So mm-hmm. it is a little bit of pouring it on, a little bit of that reality TV aspect. Let me let me go a bit big brain here, because, again, I think we're all in agreement that that, you know, it's it did not start. It had a slower start to it. Like, do you think when they're planning out which people to bring in, was that purposeful on their part? Are they looking at Sophia? Are they looking at Rachel? Are they looking at James? Are they looking at Jackie? And they're like, all right, we can we can roll them throughout and let's maybe throw out like an Ava, for instance. Uh, we know she's not exactly going to pop. So, if you know, we put her in at the beginning. It's fine. You know, I wish I could say I had faith in them that that's that that was the plan all along. But I feel like they loved Ava. I feel like uh, I feel like they were like, yes, Ava. Oh, she's gone first. What? What am I? St- get her back in there, right? Um, and uh, and that's and that's why, like those first four episodes, I feel like they just because I don't think they needed to focus that much on on Ava. I think they could have been focusing elsewhere but um but they didn't um so i don't know i i I don't know about uh i don't know about that for me and i think it's more like we'll put the people in there and then depending on who we like we'll just you know give a few extra chats here let you know let this person talk to this person keep these people from talking to each other because i i really want us to talk about like isabel isabella and and Kay literally not having a chat until (laughs) they've been there for like a week and a half you know so I think that's more what it is it's 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 getting the people in there and then kind of um, dividing the house in a way by you know letting people run wild with their assumptions before letting them actually talk to the person they've been building up in their head you know that's a good point because I I know that Again, it's different in every season. I know I had a conversation with Calvin. Uh, I got to do an exit interview with him where he said he, he got an hour of chat every 24 hours. That is not a lot. And so when you have like the Kate and oh. Isabella stuff or even like when James and Nick are talking in this like secret influencer chat, right? And Nick's like, Isabella's great when you get to know her. I'm like, yeah, they've never had a conversation <laughs> outside of these doofy little games that they do. And that that is, I don't know, it's wildly restrictive. I guess I can understand from like a content funnel perspective why you would want to control that. But it just seems, I don't know, there, there's got to be a happy medium. Yeah, it's it's still my least favorite part about this circle is just how controlled it is um, and how little we are told about it. Like, you know the the really fascinating part for me about seeing two groups two alliances first it's 4v4 then it's 3v3 um i like going at it with the ratings is thinking about mathematically what is the best call to 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 make here if you are one of these alliances how do you get two of your people up there and if you can't get two of your people which person are you going to try to get up there should you put all of your eggs in one basket or should you Mm -hmm. try to get uh spread it out as evenly as possible um and like those kinds of uh you know tactics are nowhere in the show and i'm pretty sure 
nowhere in the game either because I would imagine uh, if it was, we probably would see some of it. But I think it's not really, you're not really supposed to talk about your ratings. I think you're not really supposed mm-hmm. to discuss like, okay, well, we're all gonna we're all going to plan to put Nick first. Um, and so I, that feels blocked, but they don't like tell us that it's blocked. And so like from a, from a viewer perspective, it's like, why aren't they coordinating? Why hasn't Jackie talked to Kay and James for days after making an alliance with them what is going on with these people and you're just kind of left uh in the dark about it all yeah Yeah, i literally was wondering that was why aren't they just agreeing we know there are two sides just agree to put nick last like you know we we know the writing Uh is on the wall we there's no secrets about oh i don't know who's working with who it's very clear um so i'm like just pull a survivor, break the fourth wall this season, show us the intern in the back typing the messages as, as they say it. I think that'd be really cool. Yeah, and, and ahead, sorry, I just wanted to say, and, and that's why the the band has been a little bit more successful, because even though they didn't have to say it, not only did they form first, but they've all been cons- consistently putting Nick one. So that's why he's he's been bullied by those ones, while the other side has not been consistently putting him last. He's actually made bonds with the other side that m- make sure that he stays at the, at the number one. And that's why when we finally got in this batch of episodes, the other side being like, oh, guys, there's people against us. I was like, oh, thank you. Hallelujah. You finally realized it. I, I <laughs> and it wasn't it. too late. It, and I appreciate it wasn't too late. To go back to that Big Brother 6 comparison, though, like, uh, I mean, we got a little bit of, like, the Howie situation, did we not, here with, like, the, uh, you know, Nick sits down with with James and is like, all right, and this is twice, happens twice. 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 They're like, all right, here we go, two battering rams, which I'm so happy they did. I know people were understandably pissed in episode eight when they're like, okay, we have this stencil and we're doing a double blocking. What the mm-hmm. hell? I'm sure we'll talk about what would have happened had that not happened. Now we finally get that two battering ram sense and Nick is able to negotiate twice for James to sacrifice his closest allies, not his closest allies. I think that was the the point was that James is just like, listen, I'll just move forward with K as long as it's not K. I'm totally fine. But it was really fun to watch because again, it's this aspect of even though there are two sides, you know, I would say the three involved right now are Nick K and James who like, Specifically, Nick and James have relationships going with people on the other side, which is why they keep finding themselves in the top, that it's not as staunch as, you know, let's keep firing across at each other. You have these two guys that at least have enough relationships with the other side that they're going to be perennially ranked a little bit higher compared to their allies. And so now they sort of end up serving as the two representatives, as opposed to someone like Kay, who due to all the circumstances, perhaps outside of her control, she just can't talk with most of the band. Yeah, I, I feel like that is the, the the major headline of this batch of episodes is that we had these two sides going at each other twice in a row. We had Nick and James as influencers battling it out. And twice Nick seems to be able to convince James to uh, to sacrifice from his side. James even says, I, and I thought for sure, I thought for sure when James went up the first time, I was like, Okay, I think that Nick could have convinced, um, you know, Daniel, uh, to get rid of, uh, you know, somebody on Daniel's side, um, probably James at that point. Um, but, uh, but I don't think James is going to back down here. Um, and then he does. Then the second time I was like, 
surely <laughs> James doesn't back down a second time in a row. Um, and then, and then he does. Um, and it's, it's very interesting to me because I actually, I don't know that it's entirely the obviously bad decision that it appears to be on the surface for James because of how the finale works. Right. Um, so that's something I'd, I'd love to, uh, to talk about here. Uh, yeah. Asia, what, what were your thoughts on this, uh, this back and forth? Yeah. Like I haven't been the a major Nick fan throughout the season, but I can't even be mad at Nick because it's like he straight up outplayed James. Like going into, if you would have told me they're going to be influencers back to back. Okay. Naturally, I would think, okay, one might go from the other one side. And then James has to be able to convince Nick to sacrifice someone from his side. I did not, I never would have imagined that Nick would get his way both times, which just speaks to the, how Nick is able to be convincing because the problem was James was not able to have any counterpoints. So that was his problem in the first blocking. So I can't say anything for Daniel. So I can't really even, I I can't say anything. Right. And then the second time with Jackie, I'm like, James, make up a lie. Say that Isabella has, you know, things going on with everyone, with me, try to play like you're someone else. Because I knew that uh, James knew that it was Nick but I wasn't 100% certain that Nick was 100% sold that it was James as player A. So I'm like, why aren't you just pulling stuff out of thin air to do everything Mm -hmm. you can to keep Jackie? Because I think that James has just completely messed himself up due to how the finale works. Yeah, and I just want to say, like, that was the most frustrating thing the first time. I think the first time was the most frustrating time for me personally because we have never correct me if I'm wrong, Taryn, because I, I know you've seen most of the iter- other iterations. We've never seen what happens when the influencers have not come to a decision mm. from what I remember. Uh, yeah, I think I, I feel like I remember at some point uh, it was made clear that like if they don't agree, then uh, then they are going to be in danger. I think that was specific to a twist, but I imagine right. it would be. It would it would be true for any of these scenarios. Right. Because because my thought process here was we don't know what the we don't know what what the the mechanics are if you don't come to the decision. So James should have at least pushed it to what happens if we don't come to a decision so that they mm-hmm. could get the legit rules on that. I mean, he and might have, if, to be fair, then they didn't show us. Right. Yeah. It's one of but, those true. <laughs> if it doesn't happen, they're not going to show it to us. Yeah. You know, they're mm-hmm. not going to be like uh, it's like for a while when Survivor didn't reveal what the 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 tiebreaker was right in a final tribal council until it actually happened yeah like when james goes to see jackie i think one of the first things he says is like we were up there for so long yeah um (laughs) like i can only imagine how long that conversation was okay so because my thought process is say say we don't know what the tiebreaker is but i did feel that james would have probably had the upper hand depending on what the tiebreaker scenario was because my thoughts would be okay if you can't make the decision maybe out of left field, the number one influencer gets to break the tie. That would have been James. Mm, The other thing I could have thought of was if y'all can't, if y'all can't come to a decision, then the lowest rated player goes home. That would have been Isabella. So if those were any of the two cases, James would have had the upper hand depending on what the tiebreaker was. And those are just two of the things that, that came to my mind. So I just really was like, 
I want to know what happens if you go up there and you say, I'm not budget. And the other person says, I'm not budget. And I'm like, well, we going to sit here. So producers like, come on. Cause that would have been me. I'd have been like, you're not getting rid of any of my people. All right. So unless you back down, we just going to be up here for four hours. And I, I really wanted to see that. And I feel like we didn't get to see it. So that's why I'm just left. It just makes James look like, he like he punked out twice, you know. So, well, that yeah, being I mean, said, though, uh, I I can sort of understand the logic though. I'm I'm with Taryn here that like there is method to the madness. Uh, specifically with the Daniel blocking, I know that you said it was it was frustrating, Mari, but James, I don't think goes through with it until that last minute deal goes through, and that was like a fist mm-hmm. pumping reality TV moment for me for them to be like, all right, we're making a deal. Like this is backroom shady dealing straight out of politics. This is awesome. But uh, how do you trust that? I mean, I think that James had a pretty good sense about Nick at this point. Mm-hmm. And he's like, all right, I, I think that he's going to go through with this. And so if anything, I know that Kay and I are going to be safe. Maybe mm-hmm. Jackie, there's a chance that Jackie ends up getting thrown to the wolves. But like at this point, if it's just about Kay and I, I, I know that we can take this deal. And who knows if Nick's going to become influencer again? Because remember, I don't believe uh, correct me if I'm wrong here. Did we have we had a, a besides case someone who was an influencer, a repeat influencer this season at all? So like, look, and especially seeing what happened with Ashley and Isabella, like there was a good chance that things would have completely fallen apart after that, and like Nick wouldn't have been ranked as highly. Uh, and that part of it is also Nick's missed, which again was fantastic with just a little seed dropped of, well, Daniel's Daniel's lying to you. I, I think to be candid, I think James was emotionally swayed. Uh, when it came to the Jackie blocking because of his conversation with Ashley. Uh, I think had he not had that conversation, he would have gone through with blocking her or would have been that that deadlock that you're talking about, Mari. But I think it was one of these things of because she is a member of the LGBTQ community, personally, I cannot go through with this. Uh, and so I think it was one of those things of just like going with your heart above your head because Jackie was unflinchingly loyal to James we knew that she would not necessarily be ranked highly. So like on paper, again, seems like a slam dunk, but I really just think from James perspective, he's like, I just had this conversation. I'm coming in as myself. I'm playing as myself. I myself could not do that in real life. So I can't do it in the game either. Yeah. I, I, for me, I think that, um, that the, the first decision with Daniel, it actually made sense to me. Uh, I, at first I was like, I can't believe he did that. But thinking about it, I was like, okay, hold on. Daniel, he doesn't have a great connection with Daniel is only with James right. because it's convenient. Daniel is also the kind of player who definitely is going to rate strategically in the end. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, that means that, you know, James is not getting any loyalty points from Daniel. Uh, that's not going to, you know, that's not going to happen. So if he's able to, uh, you know, appease Nick here um, and get this in with Nick um, and get a promise from Nick that he's not coming for himself or Kay. It makes sense that Nick wouldn't do that because why would why would he get rid of James or Kay when they've both been, uh, you know, like he has he has that connection to them. He's thinking I have my people and I have them rating me in the end that's great for me and jackie is a very easy person to send out um after daniel uh so this kind of works out for james especially if he is sort of thinking i think isabella is a catfish um and i think that ashley is a strategic player i think that one or both of them might rate strategically in the finals and that means that somebody like me may benefit from uh from them as opposed to nick especially if i pump up nick in the next rating so that i give i give nick influencer he protects me and k they all see nick as the biggest threat going into the finals 
And maybe I benefit from all of this. Uh, I thought all of that kind of made sense until the next one. I didn't think the Jackie one made as much sense to me. And that's because mm-hmm. Jackie, to me, was the kind of player, and I could have I could have read her wrong. We didn't see her for very long. She was the kind of player, to me, that would have put James number one in the final regardless. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That she, she had a connection. I mean, because let me tell you, we'll talk about Jackie, but the fact that she chose a side, and then that side caved in on itself, and she went back to that side instead of going over to the van was right. pretty telling about who she, who she is as a player, right? And so I mm-hmm. feel like Jackie could have been very valuable to James, and I don't know for sure that Isabella and uh, and Ashley will rate strategically. I think Isabella may be a little more likely to, but even then I think she feels bad about leading uh, Nick on, and so she's probably not going to rate him too low, even if she does rate strategically. And so I, I feel like this Jackie thing, if James doesn't win, I feel like it's probably this Jackie move that costs, it, costs him mm-hmm. that win. So, I don't know. Yeah, that's my concern is because at this point, he would only for sure have one person rating him at least number one. I can't see Kay saying, well, let me rate James lower because other people are going to rate him higher. You know, she might just want to like, let me just go ahead and push him to the top. But then it's like you have no idea what Ashley and Isabella um, and Nick are going to do. Because they could be looking out for each other in terms of, yeah, I may not rate Nick number one. I may just do number three and I'll just put Kay and James at the bottom just to make sure that we get the band is at the top. So it was risky. I wish we would have seen the end of that conversation because we kind of got just the buildup, but we didn't get to see why James caved. Yeah. And Uh that's that's the biggest thing. Again, I feel like. We're not seeing what I want to see. I want to see, I want to see James explain why he got rid of Daniel. And I want to see him explain, uh, you know, and the, I mean, he says to Jackie in, in when he goes to meet her, he says, what it came down to is that, uh, you know, the argument was good that, you know, that you didn't have as much of a chance to bond with other, with, with player B. Um, and it's, it's possible that is ultimately what, what did it. We usually do see that like, in these scenarios, the person with the better argument tends to win. Um, mm-hmm. it, it, for, for whatever reason, the person with the worst argument tends to back down. Um, and Nick did have the better argument both times. He has a stronger connection to Isabella and Ashley than James did with Daniel or Jackie. And so, um, you know, I think that was that definitely played a big part in why I think James didn't feel like he had the ground to stand on. Um, mm-hmm. But James is also a pretty strategic player, and it's hard to imagine that there wasn't some kind of strategy that went into this, the decision as well. Yeah, this is this is interesting. These final ratings are going to be I, I can't wait to see them because I, I think the the problem that I think might that it might be predictable that we might just, you know, the most predictable thing would be a Nick win is um, these two sides have been at each other for so long and they form such solid bonds that even if they want to rate strategically, like Asia said, it might be not as strategic because they still might be like, um, I want to race strategically and I want to win, but I also would rather one of my people win as opposed mm. to the other people that I've been mm-hmm. villainizing for the past three weeks, you know? So mm-hmm. that, yeah, like, that's I'll, why I, right. yeah, like I'll rate Nick second instead of yes, first exactly yeah yeah, no, yeah. i don't know because i i think that i definitely think james and k are we're, are going to rate each other 
highly. I think it's going to yeah. be more emotionally yeah. based because, and this is one of the things that like, it's really tough. Like I'm not team band. I'm not team law resistance or whatever the hell they call themselves. <laughs> yeah, uh, but I, I, I found myself more, I like, <laughs> I found myself more team band this week just because, and this is one of my reality TV pet peeves. And maybe it was built on a little thick because they were trying to get Jackie onto their side. But the whole thing of like, we are genuine, we're honorable, we're loyal. It's like, that's that's fine. And again, they are, ironically enough, the group of real people versus the group of, of catfish. But at the same time, and Nick's going to verbalize this when he's talking about Isabella, like, I don't give a shit what her picture is. I feel a genuine connection. And that's yeah. all that matters. So like, I personally, and again, I know this is a, a, a drum that has been so many times that Nick himself is done with it. But like this idea of, genuine and law and honesty and loyalty being so key in the circle it isn't like i don't give a crap about a catfish i know there's the assumption of oh well if they're lying about this well what else are they gonna be lying about <laughs> it, it doesn't matter to me like all that matters is the person behind the picture that's the entire lesson of this freaking show in my opinion so that, that was something that just like kind of irked me to be completely honest and why i wasn't solely totally on that team this week was just because of this idea of well you have to join us because we're the good people in a manner of speaking i mean one of the things i've liked about this week in particular personally is that i feel like this show and this you know kind of game where you are pitted against each other and you know the producers are preventing you from talking to each other to intentionally create a divide um Mm -hmm. you know it is meant to to cause this kind of like they are the other they are the bad mm-hmm. people. We are the good ones. Um, and I think what we saw this week is that people from both sides were starting to recognize on occasion, like, what am I doing? What, yeah. what am I, what yes. I don't hate <laughs> Kay. Why, why, why have I been hating on Kay this whole time? Mm-hmm. Um, and then they'd reach out to Kay and Kay would be like very open, like, you know what? They reached out to me and you know what? I'm not going to reject this either. Like, what what am I doing? Like, they're not the bad guy. Like, this seems genuine to me. And uh, it felt like both sides were able to are able to recognize the humanity in the other, even though they're like falling victim to this pressure to just like they are the other. But but are they? Um, And even like Mm -hmm. Isabella was the first one to really. Um, it, it, like, uh, like recognize, cause I think she was probably the most guilty of it. Um, mm-hmm. first, like, recognize, uh, like, eh, maybe I was wrong about this, but then you can still see, like, afterwards, she's still struggling with it. Like, she's still like, ah, no, get out of here. Oh, but wait, wait, man, who am I, who am I kidding? I'm Sophie, I'm Sophie. Uh, and so, uh, I, I, I've enjoyed that aspect of it uh, in these, in this batch of episodes because, um, it, it's, it's just really interesting to me watching, I imagine, you know, pretty good people, uh, you know, like just falling into this trap of, yeah, uh, like, no, it's my people are the good ones. Uh, they're, uh, yeah. The but being able to recognize it, I thought I thought that was uh, kind of cool. Exactly. And like you guys have pointed out on the, the last few weeks, like Sophie has irritated the mess out of me because of her her um, d- dislike towards towards Kay, because it literally just every out of her mouth. Kay, 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 it's Kay, Kay's this, it's Kay, Kay's the one who's doing this. And I'm just like, yo, like, let it go. And for me, I've been, I've been watching the whole show and I'm really 
Like, did I not pay attention to like the early episodes? Right. I really don't understand what Kay did to seem as strategic as they made her out to be, especially since we can see Kay's responses. You know what I'm saying? Like Kay's like will talk out her responses and then she would say something and then they'd be like, Oh, that's just so strategic. And and she it'd be so innocent, like, you know, and not yeah, like, just in like, a Oh, Jackie, let's play volleyball. It's like, my God, the mocking <laughs> yeah. Yes. And I was just like so confused. Like, where did this narrative come from? I mean, I saw when Nick literally got the band together just to go after her, but it was, it's just so weird. And it, and it, and it was so unfortunate because I, like you guys pointed out earlier, it was like she, at, at, there was a certain point where she could have done absolutely nothing in their eyes for them to change like what their perception of her was and I don't know what spurned Isabella to have that Sophia whatever to have that you know to be like oh maybe I should just try and actually talk to her moment but before that it was just like uh, Kay was their boogeyman and I'm just like <laughs> meanwhile that girl is sitting in her apartment just like Kicking yeah. it up. She's it was so friendliest weird. person yes. I've ever seen in she, my she's life. The, she's the candy man. You say her name five times. Like, yeah. Here, yeah. I, 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 so so to block you. Yeah. yeah one, like, one of my favorite. One of my favorite parts of the of all four episodes was uh, was Ashley going A B C D E F G. Also, uh, like breaking news are happening now. Alert. Uh, I got a message from what I'll refer to as uh, someone legit who said the little birdie told me that the convo between Nick and James that eliminated Jackie lasted six hours. Holy crap. Okay. You're like, it's not worth it. It's really not worth it. Jackie can go. If you're spending a quarter of a day debating this, you're just like, okay, can we let's not throw it in the towel? I just want to go home. But see, that's like how do you not show that? That's yeah. amazing. How yeah, at least have a montage. Like six yeah, hours later. Like hour one. Yeah, like yeah, two, hour two hours later, four hours later, like they're still going. Like I want to see them like just miserable at the screen. Uh, like that sounds incredible. I can't believe we didn't get to see it. Oh my gosh. And then can you imagine being those players waiting six hours? At that point, I'd be like, okay, maybe somebody else got blocked. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense now, right? How, like, how incredibly understanding Jackie was, right? Like, when he came in, like, I'm so sorry. I tried so hard. She was like, let me tell you, I know it's been six hours. That's that's the length of an endurance challenge on one of these other shows. It's the length of three endurance challenges nowadays. Right. Almost the the heroes versus villain podcast. Right. Exactly. (laughs) That's that's actually they were they were talking heroes versus villains the whole time. That's why they didn't show any of it. They were just that's called this the subtitle for this season essentially was heroes versus villains. Yeah, I, I think I think with Kay, the focus was so has been on her so much because of that initial influencer and because they've been playing so strategically, they're like, oh, there's something about Kay that everyone loves her so much right away, you know, mm-hmm. and because um, she was by herself, right? That very first influencer was one influencer. Yeah. And, and, mm-hmm. and it wasn't like there was bad blood, right? Of like, oh, my God, you went after, you know, Ava and Chanel. But I do think there's this idea, especially because you know, uh, Isabella and uh, was was one of the later, and Rachel were the one, two of the later players. Yeah, like, oh, okay, we see who it is. There's that uh, 
Genesee K, I suppose. Right? <laughs> the idea of, like, she's so magnetic. There's something about her that, honestly, again, to use another BB6 term, like, there's a little bit of genealogy going on, in my opinion. I think that's, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's it's I, something that, that Isabella kind of vocalizes, too, right? Of, like, we were so jealous of the image of her that, like, it caused us to turn on her. I, yeah. I think, I think back to back influencer as the first, like, the first two influencers were K and, and essentially K. Um, mm-hmm. And so that right away was like, okay, K is the one to beat right now. Um, it like really set her up. And that's the first impression. And then for a player like Isabella, who comes in immediately bonds with Nick. And then Nick is always coming back to Isabella. Like, I don't know. I talked to K and she seems really cool. Uh, like, no, no, what do you mean? How is K doing this? Um, like, I feel like that really, you know, amplified it. Um, and, you know, K becomes this like big looming figure. Uh, yeah. while she's sitting in her apartment like uh i don't know this uh these people seem really nice <laughs> <laughs> it's like every time because even with the why she's gonna win the money oh she's gonna you know start a women's beach volleyball team and then yeah. they instantly feel guilty that she gives an authentic answer and then even mm-hmm. her conversation with nick he she's like oh, i think that was a really good conversation and then you have nick I guess we're just never going to be on the same page. We're always <laughs> against each other. I was like, what is happening? You're reading yes. what you want to read, which I guess mm-hmm. is, you know, the power. I, of I did, media. I did think, I did like, uh, the, 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 the tentative relationship between Nick and Kay has been so interesting to me throughout the season because, yeah. uh, I think that like, I think that Nick genuinely wants to work with Kay, especially because of his connection to Calvin. When Calvin gives him like the power, he's like, I got to really make an effort here. Um, but he really just doesn't know that he can trust her. Um, and so like, I feel like they go back and forth about like whether they trust the other one. Um, and I did in that moment feel like, uh, like, you know, I, I, I can understand why he would have been like, uh, oh, she suspects I'm Vince. And she oh, yeah. showed me that she suspects I'm Vince. She must not trust me. But like the problem was that she did suspect he's when she just didn't care. Yeah. Um, but obviously yeah. she wasn't able to convey that. And like, that's how easy it is for like, especially through text, like, yes. uh, you know, yes. your, your message to not be conveyed. Yeah, like, yeah, it's all about reading tone, right? It's like, well, right. I wonder how sarcastic they were, meaning yeah. that I, the K-Nick stuff is so much fun. It is such a great yin-yang dynamic, again, mm-hmm. of like, they're frenemies, but one person like doesn't think they're for their enemies at all. It's like right. you don't like, you don't like me, and I don't like you. And Kay's like, but I like you. What did you say that I I don't like you? Yeah, yeah, and and I think part of it too. Like, I wonder how much of it is like Kay is such has such a friendly demeanor. I mean, mm-hmm. just like from from her voice, from the, like her facial expressions, like every nonverbal uh and even verbal uh a piece of communication that you would get from Kay in person um is like just you would never think that she is anything but like the friendliest person. Um mm-hmm. but you strip that away and you only have the text. Uh I feel like like I wonder how much that plays into, you know, not being able to read exactly who k is and i do feel like they eventually start to like one by one they all eventually start to seem to get it um, right. you know isabella ashley they all go to k you know what i i just completely read her wrong um, yeah. i just feel so bad that i read that i read her wrong um and, well, and, she, and she was uh, rated so what third this last time mm-hmm. when they showed the rings like that's a huge mm-hmm. bounce back considering yeah. that she went from first and then top two and then she like 
cratered right yeah. because everyone was like fk but so like again, it's, it's showing that i think <laughs> if you're talking about these staunch two sides the fact that there are some people making personal connections and maybe that's also uh, a factor of the season as well that like people are starting to realize yeah, we're getting near the pointy end of the game. I'm investing more of my heart into this. And ironically enough, now I'm realizing maybe it is more than just a game that there actually are people behind this. Let me make connections. It's an oh. odd parabola. The circle of <laughs> yeah. It starts like super personal because you don't know anybody. Then it can get like really gamey. Let's get rid of the biggest <laughs> threats. And then it ends up being really personal at the end for some people of, yeah. oh, okay, I just really love these people. Like at the end of the day, I'm just going to vote with my heart. It's a really odd phenomenon. Mm-hmm. I've seen so yeah. many people vote that way. Yeah. And this is why I kind of, this was also why I kind of brought up uh, the circle Brazil because the same kind of thing happened there. Like one of the, the first influencer, Marina, she was the first influencer. She was then tanked for the most of the game and then ended up winning. Oh, and wow. I was, I was rooting for her. And so like I could definitely see a world where that happens, but it, for Kay, but it really just comes down to these, to the votes and how they're going to vote strategically. But I, I'm, I, I'm thinking we're going to get a Nick win here, to be quite honest. I mean, because I don't think Isabella and Ashley are willing to tank him enough because mm-hmm. it's up to them. They have the they're the three that, you know, it's three versus two. Basically, the, the two James and Kay have no other choice but to kind of put each other. They have no incentive uh, because it's not, you know, it's just Kay and then the other three, James and the other three. So and you, you guys have been in below, so you might as well put them first. And then it's whatever the algamation of the other three that they put. And then it just comes down to the the three. Does that make sense? That that was very well, confusing. I'm let's, sorry. Let's, let's, let's let's try it. Let's let's save the 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 winner speculation uh, until the okay, until sorry. the end. Um, let's let's first get into uh, some of our uh, blocked players here. Um, yeah, hashtag justice for Roxana. Right? Oh my like, god! You know, yes. <laughs> yeah, um, Roxana. Roxana was one of the rare players from week week one that I sympathized with, and like I actually was like, okay, I like you. Yeah. Uh, and so it's tough. I think it was a good move on Nick's part, though. I think at this oh, moment, yeah. Yeah, you know, flip, flip a coin as to whether or not he feels like Kay is with him. At this point, he felt that Kay was with him. And like you said, uh, you know, about the whole La Resistance Alliance, I think something that was really unique about it compared to the band was the band was like Nick handpicking everyone, right? Mm-hmm. So it's no wonder that they stuck together. The other group was, okay, Kay is close with James. Kay is close with Roxana. Roxana is close with Daniel, right? Yeah. <laughs> like a, a chain of players. And so if you mm-hmm. clip one of those key links on paper, it ends up not being the case, but I could easily see a scenario where, uh, you know, Roxana gets cut and Daniel's more of a free agent now. And he's like, I don't really know Kane James that well. So I don't really like want to work with them necessarily. It ends up not necessarily happening in that case, but I think she was such a key conduit and someone who didn't necessarily either work with Nick or have communications with him that I think, as sad as it was, she was the person to cut on that side. Right. Definitely. Yeah. And we, you know, when we were talking about, we were speculating who might go, it just, it just made so much sense that, that Nick would do that. He did have, uh, you know, obviously he couldn't do Daniel, but even if he could, I, I think like he, he had, he felt like he had some kind of relationship with him at that point. Um, and he couldn't do, uh, you know, James. Um, and so, mm-hmm. uh, he's not going to do K. It just, it, it had to be Rixana at that point. Yeah. And then of course, um, uh, Jackson on the other side. Uh, I don't know that, I, I don't know that Daniel made the right call here. 
uh, mm-hmm. actually. I, it's the one that made the most sense. You know, they mm-hmm. all suspected that, that Jackson was a catfish. Um, but for all the reasons, it was the right move for Nick to cut Roxana about, you know, talking about like being the link between some other people. Um, I feel like Jackson was pretend, potentially the wrong call for exactly that reason. He was not the link between anybody. Um, right. Jackson was kind of like the fourth in that group. There was a tight three and then, yeah, we love Jackson. Um, and so by cutting Jackson off, you're kind of just like uh, shaving, shaving off the extra bits there um, and leaving the core. Whereas, you know, if he's able to, you know, cut out uh, Isabella or something along those lines, right. I don't think it would have made a huge difference. But uh, but I don't think they'd be as locked in um, mm-hmm. as they were uh, with these three. Um, but uh, I loved the juxtaposition of Jackson, uh, a.k.a. the woman that played Jackson. Ten <laughs> <laughs> minutes, Taryn. You were about to say Jackson, a.k.a. Mickey. I saw the syllables. Brother <laughs> <laughs> person. Um, and, and Roxana, uh, and their meetings, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Jackson is in there with Nick with like the flirtiest energy I think I've ever seen. Oh my gosh. Um, Like just make out. Yeah. Roxana's (laughs) over there with Daniel and they're having like this heartfelt, like, oh my God. I was like crying during their meeting. (laughs) Yeah. And going back to Nick and I was like, Come on. Yeah, do you I mean do you think how close were we getting to like a Miranda and Joey season one? Oh I think well, give if you had given them like fifteen more minutes, it could have happened. Yeah, why That's don't we get six hours on them? I don't think I don't think we've had a scenario before where uh somebody gets like reverse catfished. Like uh <laughs> like, right? Like where um like usually da- usually Nick would be talking to um I should really figure out her name. Um She did uh Rachel, Rachel, Rachel. Rachel, yes. Yeah, usually yeah. uh Rachel you know, Nick would be talking with Rachel in the circle and then Jackson would show up and he'd be like, oh <laughs> um, but it was the complete opposite. And you just you could see it in Nick's face. He was like and he kept saying, like, she should have come in as Rachel. Uh, because he was like, man, uh, Isabella who? Yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> and, and if at that point, if he wasn't, like, you know, connected to Isabella, I know he would have gone for it. But then he was like, oh, I got to play it cool. And, 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 I, and, I, and that's a little bit of week, week one Nick poking through, right? Like, my, yes. my take is that, like, I actually have really enjoyed Nick the past couple of weeks. I think he's mm-hmm. this example of, like, give him long enough, give him enough to develop his game skills, and he becomes mm-hmm. an incredibly compelling character. Whereas week one, he comes in, right? He's like, uh, where are the women? <laughs> exactly. And so I'm happy that he grew into that, but it's a little bit of a reversion when she steps in. And so unlike Nick's words, I'm grateful that she didn't step in as Jackson because if that was their interaction within the 15 minutes we were together, yeah. I'm going to stretch across like nine episodes. I right. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, she, I mean, she was like, uh, I, there's, so, I, I, I this Nick, man, he's got big <laughs> Nick energy. I don't know what it is um but i never want to hear that again isabella uh, is sophia loves him um uh ashley i i never know that matthew i think his name is uh (laughs) loves him uh jackson and rachel love him um even you know when jackie came in she was like he seems like a cool guy james liked him Kay likes him like everybody likes this guy uh he has a 
text charisma um, <laughs> that is undeniable. It even comes through the screen because I was talking to one of my guy friends and he's like, do you watch The Circle? I was like, yeah, I watch The Circle. He's like, what do you think about Nick? He's awesome, right? <laughs> it's like that Big Nick energy, apparently. Uh, yes. I'm ass- I, should we go with Big Nick energy? Should we call it like magnetism? Is that an, is that a better way to go instead of like away from the euphemistic stuff? You guys, I am done with y'all putting Nick's names in all of these words. <laughs> kind of like when, when Kay was calling him yeah, ridiculous. Ridiculous. I was like, I am done. Like, why? And why is it so easy to just put it in everything? <laughs> I mean, listen, you just you take a certain word, one name, one letter's different between them, right? So like, it's really easy to do. I mean, I mean, I have to ask the question: Is Nick one of the most effective circle players we've ever seen? Because I mean, this guy has gotten stuff done, unquestionably. Yeah. You know I, what it is? I, I, I think. I, I, Go ahead, Asia. Yeah, no, I just think he's able to, he probably texts so much in the real world. He is really able to, you know, some people you can read their texts and you hear them. That's Nick. Like, there's no, like, how did, how, how do I read this? Does, does he mean that? Like, he's able to put himself into words. And the only way you could do that is through practice. So I'm convinced he's a, he's a big texter. He has to be. I also wonder how much the Vince stuff, honestly, like helped his game in a manner of speaking because i would also imagine like the vin stuff was well was when i personally really started to like nick because like i think from a character perspective he's letting go a little bit more he's putting on the cape but i also wonder if being like becoming a master of a different character almost like allowed him to focus on honing in the nick character a little bit more but taryn i have to agree i think he is definitively one of the best players we've seen in these three U.S. seasons. Uh, and I, I don't know how that's going to bear out in the end, but I just cannot believe not only the fact of what he was able to get done this past week, but the fact that he also still finished in the top twice. That mm-hmm. despite yeah. someone like, you know, Daniel and, and even Kay going for him, like he was able to negotiate his way into getting into the top spot once again for the second time in a row. Yeah, and, But again, Kay wasn't really going for him, though. Like, mm-hmm. for real, for real. I don't think. What do you mean going for him? Like, I mean, he, uh, she did not start a whole group to target him first and foremost, but also, (laughs) but also like the, the, the biggest thing that you could say that she did to move, make a move against him was initially trying to get into James's good graces. You know what I'm saying? And once her, you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, and, I, but, I don't think she was trying to block Nick. I think that she exactly. Was that's what I mean. Her, yeah. That's what I mean. She was never like legit throwing all her eggs trying to get him out. So that's why I'm just kind of like he did a great job. I'm not saying he didn't do a great job, but he definitely didn't have half the house coming for him like K that K did. You know, right. um, yeah, but yeah, he's 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 so great with um when he's talking with. Even when he's just talking with Isabella and she's like doing like, yeah, (laughs) at the flirting, (laughs) his flirting was never anything that was like, made me think it was crazy. Like, I feel like we, in other iterations, we've seen like a stuff where I was like, oh, I need to take a shower. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't Adam from season one, right? Yes, Yes, there it is. What's the most adventurous thing you've done? Yes. (laughs) So like, Nick is so good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah. Oh god. Ew. I don't even want to remember Adam. That's so nasty. 
He's just smooth. He's smooth. That's what he it really is. is. Nick is smooth. Yeah. And it, it, it really feels like um like anytime that anybody has like anytime like like somebody like when Jackie chooses the other group over Nick or when like Kay feels doubt about Nick or when somebody feels threatened by Nick, it's like anytime he talks to them, he he wins them back over. Like yeah. it's mm-hmm. when he's not able to talk to them that they maybe start to doubt. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, but like it's, it's, it's pretty rare in this, um, in this game, uh, in this show that I like, I see somebody and I'm like, Oh, if, if he talks to that person, then he's probably going to be fine. Uh, he always tends to say like the right thing. Um, and he knows how to like put things like, ah, oh, you know, that does sound genuine. That does sound great. Um, and, and it just, it tends to work out. Um, he, he just, he has that, uh, that ability. Um, yeah, and, I, and, and I, uh, yeah. Yeah. And I, I think it's, you know, I, I think he's going to be looking. I don't want to be like, oh, Nick is the best player in, in circle history. But I think that <laughs> I, he's going to be a little bit of a game changer. Like, I'm really intrigued to see what this informs for season four. Because I think what Nick did that was so different than everyone that came before him is he specifically cobbled people together and said, we are an alliance. Mm-hmm. You know, let's mm-hmm. go back to Survivor Borneo. What happens with those Toggies is very different from like, a, well, we all like each the Pagongs. Like, we all like each other. So let's vote together. This was very significant. We are all going to, to work with each other. We're all going to, to vote together. I hadn't seen that before in the Circle US. Like you would have been talking about, there's loose agreements of like, I like this person. I'm going to protect mm-hmm. this person. But that was really the first time that I had seen someone basically use the A word uh, to use like mm-hmm. Big Brother Canada parlance uh, in this in this season. And I wonder moving forward, especially if Netflix feels like this is the right direction for the show to go in, are we going to see like final two deals made? You know, are right. people trying to bring people into a very ironclad deal? Yeah. And, and it was very proactive as well. Right. Like he like usually, you know, it was the wolf pack was the original thing. Right. The wolf pack was the alliance. And a lot of people would be like, here's my crew. It's the wolf pack. Um, but Nick very proactively was like, mm, I'm going to make a separate group as well that I pick um, and I'm going to overlap them and I'm going to have both uh, and we'll see where things play mm-hmm. out. Um, and uh, and that that those options that that gave him uh, really allowed him to like be like, hey, band, it's all always been us. Eh? Right. Um, and, <laughs> and I've been over here really trying to think if we've seen a more anybody who's been more strategic as a real person mm-hmm. in the circle because yeah. I feel like yeah. that's that was the key there because yeah. he is the he is a real person so he was able he went in as himself he was able to put himself out there be relaxed know who he is um, be able to share and bond but also be strategic from basically from the from the jump in a sense and effectively like Terrence say leverage all of his relationships into you know eventually what became the band because as i'm trying especially with if we're just looking at circle u.s stuff a lot of we we've complained you know in the, the previous seasons they never got really strategic until we got closer to the end or in mm-hmm. the middle and then and then, or sometimes it was just one person who was strategic. Like, uh, I, I, Joey literally won the first season of The Circle because he basically was the only person who voted strategically. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so not only did, is Nick himself voted and, vote in, and has been playing strategically, he also definitely not lucked up because he did it, but he found the two catfish who are just as strategic as he is and leveraged all of it for them to control the game. Yeah. Yeah. And even though it started as like a, I can't 
pitch like let's block K with the wolf pack so I need to create the band yeah. even though that was like his reasoning for getting the band together it really paid off because that was four people then you know okay losing Jackson that's okay he still had a strong three with Isabel and Ashley so he really set himself up really well mm-hmm. so let, let me ask the question that was sort of floated out before so let's say the audience gets what they want at the end of episode eight it's a they have to agree on one person blocking add another six hours to to the clock so you mentioned it before taryn so you think that nick is able to miss daniel into getting rid of i mean i don't know if he'd be able to convince him to get rid of roxana but like no. right. probably james i think would have been it would have been james yeah because i don't think daniel had mm-hmm. even really talked with james at that point right like they, they really yeah, the, the, mm-hmm. la, the, the la revolution now that i actually have been corrected on this uh <laughs> after the Rixana blocking. Right. Yeah. Okay. They talked about working together as a four and they knew that right. they needed to be like be in sync, but I don't think he had ever actually really had like a conversation with James. And was he yeah. eligible to be blocked at that block? James was, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. I, or at least I believe so. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Cause it, yeah. yeah, I think the whoever left before Rixana, that was the one, that was the blocking that, was that James. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. No, wait. No, because James came. James, James, oh, no, James came, came before, right before Calvin. Before the key, Yeah, he came in like episode Because when Calvin left, he was like, perfect. Now I can be in with Kay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Yep. 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 There it is. There it is. Okay. Yeah. Then it probably would have been James if they agreed on one person. You see what happens, Netflix, when you air four episodes a week? Y'all get confused about <laughs> yeah. when, when, when it's all one big blob in all of our brains. Mm. Well, uh, so yeah, I, I, I think that's, or at least that's what I would have speculated. You never, you never really know. I just like, mm-hmm. uh, considering that, uh, that, um, that Nick went toe to toe with James for six hours, I feel like <laughs> James is a bit more like assertive than, than Daniel. So. Yeah, and that's right. that also ultimately comes down to when we get to the Daniel blocking decision is I, I really do feel like it was like the George and Elaine, right? Like friend of a friend thing where I think James was fine with Daniel, but I think he yeah. always perceived Daniel as, right, this young kid who didn't necessarily know better, who was a bit emotional, who was acting a bit rash. I'm sure he mm-hmm. was not necessarily a huge fan of the decision. I think he was fine with blocking Jackson, but I'm assuming he would rather get rid of Isabella. So it really was this idea of like, trimming the fat maybe in a manner of speaking off of that alliance if given the choice to and also i mean he picked he picked first so uh, that was another thing that was was another thing yeah so they they let who who was at the top was nick at the top of the ratings was was he number one okay so maybe he does he deserves to get his his choice in second but i was like we all know if Nick would have blocked Roxana first then isabella would (laughs) have been right there out the door but you know they get to pick because I don't yeah. think it's ever been consistent, right, Taryn? Because I remember we were you were on here complaining about somebody being first and they didn't get a um they didn't get the strategic picking spot mm. on, on on a season ago. So you know, again, production. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> but see, if I think so, I think that um, why is his name Daniel? So Daniel, mm-hmm. I think he was thinking for sure. Uh, Nick is going to block K. So he's thinking, okay, who is like right. the K to, uh, to Nick, which would be Jackson, like lower on the totem pole, but still on his side. And so I think that's why he was so sh- stunned because he had no idea that, you know, K and Nick had come to this quote unquote agreement. 
Yeah. yeah. Or James. He probably could have thought he was going to block James as well. Mm-hmm. Like you said. Yeah. And I, I think, I think Daniel was probably thinking along the lines of a lot. Like, I mean, it's, it's also how Kay was, you know, thinking in the first portion of the game. And it's, I think, it's kind of like the level one strategy of the circle, which is when you're in power, you make the move that is the most agreeable to everyone, which yeah, tends mm-hmm. to be the person that you most suspect is a catfish. You make the least amount of waves. If you're right, then it's like, look, I did good. Um, and um, and so he might have been expecting that Nick would do the same thing or maybe he didn't care what Nick did just focused on what he was doing. Um, but, you know, Nick goes goes for the gut shot. Nick goes straight for Roxana, and they're like, whoa! But <laughs> yeah. then he's influencer again, which I think proves that, like, these players probably should be taking bigger shots when they have this power in the circle. Um, y- you know, you might not fall down as low as you might think. Often, oftentimes they get power, they take a very safe shot, and then they fall down in the ratings anyway. Um, mm-hmm. So you might as well take the shot when you have it. I think uh, it's kind of a lesson here. No, that's true. That's what happened with Savannah um, last mm-hmm. season. Um, yeah, and, and that's an, also another reason I think why maybe there is some resentment from Sophia towards Kay, right? Because remember, she and Ashley had that shot to take. They got yeah. rid of her. Mm-hmm. They got rid of Calvin instead of Calvin. her. And I wonder if there's some like growing thing of like. I should have gotten rid of Kay. Why did I not? <laughs> well, I think she said it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I kept her. I had the power in my hands. And like, again, you know, unless you're Nick and James, you never know when you get that ability. Again, that's another thing is that these ratings can fluctuate so much that it's mm-hmm. like, you know, if you get the, the gun in your hand, you better fire a kill shot or, or else you're just wasting <laughs> any bullets. Yeah. 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 I got to say, though, I liked Daniel. I thought Daniel was funny. I did too. I, I thought he was yeah. Yeah, I yeah I did, I did too, Mark. Uh, I when he said, and I don't have the exact quote, but he said something. I think it was after the blocking when Nick was apologizing for the Roxana thing. He was like, uh, "I'm not, I'm not buying what he's selling, and even if I did, I want to return it." I just, <laughs> I just cracked up. He's just so funny. Uh, I really enjoyed him. I I wish I think I think my biggest issue with Daniel as a character on the show is that the Daniel that we saw did not seem to con- be conveyed in his mm-hmm. interactions to the other other players. Um, mm-hmm. it, uh, he was very much like yeah. played down. They all looked at him like, uh, oh, this like innocent little kid who's a virgin and like um, he's shy. Uh, but like we knew a completely different Daniel, and I wish That's that Daniel is. was the one that was uh, that they knew. And who was that? Was somebody from last season that that kept happening too? That he he kept being at the bottom, and they were like, "We just can't string him along anymore." Same um, type of archetype. I can't remember. It was somebody. not Ripper, was it? No, 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 okay. no, no. Are you are you thinking of Vithin and uh, yes, Vithin? Yeah, UK. Um, yes, okay. hey, it was oh. Vithin in UK. That's what it was. My bad. Yes, Vithin. Yeah, because they kept there. Are a lot of people who liked him, but he just was not giving enough to the circle, and he was at the bottom so much to the point where they're like even his closest allies were like, "We can't keep dragging you along here." So, and that that's kind of unfortunately. You know, a, a similar situation, I think, to Daniel, um, mm-hmm. because he just didn't have that backing when he really, truly needed it. But I, I also that, thought that I'm sorry, I just want to say I thought Kay was hilarious when she was like, oh, I'm definitely going home. Oh, I love and it. Then, and then, and then, then I was like, she's like, oh, I'm definitely going definitely home. Going home. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, oh, I'm definitely going home. She's great. She's so great. I, yeah, I 
I don't know. Uh, maybe maybe I'm on the I'm in the minority here. I was not a fan of Daniel. Uh, maybe because he reminded me to be candid a little too much of like myself at that age of like <laughs> bright, starry eyed, like performative theater kid who's 20 years old, right? Like I would have brought some very similar energy and much like i wouldn't want to see a 20 year old version of myself play the game uh, i <laughs> mm. probably would not want to see daniel do it. I, I think he was fine for what he brought i think to terran's point the best part of daniel was daniel reacts of just like mm-hmm. him having reactions to everything honestly the, the i liked him the most after his blocking when we'll talk about like his decision to visit sophia and just like yeah. info dump everything but to me I, I think it was a little too much like he was both outplayed but also like maybe had his heart too much in the game like him talking about uh oh we're the outcasts so we have to join together but also saying like oh it's the nerds are controlling everything you know again it's it's very big brother six right the nerd herd uh, yeah. it's, it's controlling everything so maybe i was mm. just getting tinges of that daniel mm-hmm. just never really struck with me personally mm-hmm uh, well, we did have uh, Jackie come and join as our uh, really just cannon fodder uh, spot here. Um, this, this happens every single time and every single mm-hmm. time uh, they, they go out in the same spot. Um, and, uh, you know, she, she, she seemed fine. Um, I, you know, I didn't uh, I didn't get the greatest uh, vibes of like her as a play. She really was just like. James is my guy. And I don't blame her. I like James a lot too. Um, but the second James lets Daniel go, I really feel like it's time to jump ship um, on the James <laughs> train. He may not be the guy that's going to be able to keep you safe here. Right. That's what I thought was going to happen when they were, woke up the next day and Jackie's like, oh, I got to figure something out. I was like, oh, it, I was like, their side is about to crumble. Wow, that sucks. But we kind of, they did in a sense, but we kind of got people actually this, what I felt like kind of um, led way to Isabella reaching out to Kay and then Ashley like really reaching out to James and like being like solidified. I thought that actually made it seem like people were able to just relax for a second and actually get to know each other again. I I, kind of felt like it, it was... It, it felt lighter, I guess, after um, after what Daniel was blocked. Yeah, well, but that's the thing, though, is that it, it was a lighter moment after uh, some incredible, incredible drama, right? Where essentially yes. they, tossed a, <laughs> they tossed a stake into the, the lion's den, uh, where yeah. Jackie comes in. And I I mean, if we're talking about producer, like, say what you want to about, about producer controlling things, but like, genius on their part to manipulate things in a way to have Jackie get invitations from both groups at once. Mm-hmm. Cause like that is such an incredible choice. I mean, we knew what she was <laughs> yes. doing, right? Like when everyone's preaching to her, like, no, we're honest, loyal, genuine. She's like, I'm also honest, loyal, and genuine. Of course yeah. I'm going to go with you, but we've never had that before. Someone who got essentially like uh, got put on hold with two different phone lines. You got to choose which one to pick up for. And Jackie like literally shuts the door in the band's face. And it was really tense to watch. Yeah, see, that was interesting to me because it was it was good to watch in the moment. But afterwards, I did feel like, okay, but now can she talk to the band? Because I would love for her to hear their pitch, too, and Uh then have to, like, make the decision. And then but instead, it kind of felt like, oh, because you turned down that call, that door is forever closed to you. Um, Uh And like uh, she's picked a side and that's just the way it is now. Um, And I was like, ah, but I would love to like uh, I would love to see them fight over her a little bit more. Like she just heard a ton of dirt on the band. Uh, What is the band going to say in response? Um, Uh And like, can they talk her back over? Um, And like, is she going to rat the 
the other people out. Like this could really lead to something. And then it kind of felt like, oh, okay, she's just not really going to have any of those conversations. Yeah, because uh, until she left, what do we we only saw yeah, her have a conversation I, with James and and Kay, and that was it. I, I don't even think she even. She had a conversation with Nick, but I don't think she talked to Isabella or Ashley at all. Nope. I wouldn't be surprised if she didn't know their names by the end of it, right? Because like they right. barely interacted. What what did we think of her right. though, as a as a as a person, right? Like the uh the I mean, I know Daz Daniel decried the nerds that were in charge. Here we have the the video game hostess with the mostest. I liked her so much. I really did. Like just the we only got a little bit of her, but I really wish she had came in sooner. I, I wish she would have been an original or came in in uh, replacing either um Isabella or Jackson. May actually Jackson. I wish she had come in replacing Jackson, <laughs> you know, because I thought she was just such a nice, vibrant person. And I just wanted to get to know more of her. I love the gamer chic of it all. Like she gave me everything and I, I just am really sad that we didn't really get to even scratch the surface with her. Yeah, and I, I kind of felt um, I, I didn't love the, uh, I, the the savage question game uh, when mm. when it was like, are you really a gamer girl? Like, um, I guarantee you that she has had to deal with that nonsense for so her entire cool. life. You're a girl, mm-hmm. yeah, forever. <laughs> so that was annoying. And she, I mean, she like, uh, she, I, I think I probably got the most choked up watching her talk about her brother. Um, um, because mm. there was so much raw emotion still there. Um, uh, you know, J- James and his brother as well. But, um, uh, you know, it's uh, I, I do. I feel like she could have been a more interesting character if she wasn't, unfortunately, just this this cannon fodder. Yeah, I agree. I think if, if you honestly, I think so far of the three seasons we've had season two did it the best with people entering late. And it was by default because the person entering late was not a real person. That was the yeah. the composite, right? Because I think mm. between uh, you know, fu- a future challenge star Ed and his mom, and then this, like, it's just abundantly clear Ed. that when you were one of these like episode eight to episode ten arrivers, like you might be able to squeak into the finale, but like that's the best you can hope for. And so honestly, like I'd find if we did like every other episode, someone comes in. Uh, just because I agree, I think that Jackie was a little limited in her characterization. But it was because she had three conversations uh, and and she tried the best that she could. But like the fact of the matter is things have been decided so much already that either she was going to squeak in due to this civil war or people are going to be like, I don't know anything about you. So I'm going to have to rate you low. Yeah, I I feel like I think what they should do is nobody comes in in the last batch of episodes. I think it should be, um, you know, in the second batch of episodes, like the the final injection of players should be like a big one, like three players at once. Um, and mm-hmm. uh, and you know, I guess I guess maybe like the thing there is that the like I do think there's a method to their madness in the sense that they introduce players in such a way that it's kind of like take out an original, take out an original. Because the new players are immune, now you can take out a new player. Now the other the new players have probably been in here long enough that you might not take out the other new player. So maybe you take out another original, and there's a new player that's immune. And then now you can take out that new player. Um, and so they they kind of go back and forth in that way. Um, but I would I would love to see something where um, you know 
let's just throw Jackie in with James and, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. Vince or whoever else, you right? Like, yeah. uh, um, throw them in at the same time and then let us get to know them and let, give them a real chance to win. Um, and, you know, it's fine if we have nine players for a brief period of time for me, but, you know. Whatever. Yeah, I really, I really liked her. She was um, a breath of fresh air. And even mm-hmm. if she had come in originally, she, I think she really done really well because it seemed like she, even though she was a gamer, she wasn't coming in to try to be overly strategic. So I felt like the the fact that people were lacking that personal connection with a lot of people, they would have been like, okay, well, I think I can trust Jackie because at least I feel like we have a connection. Um, so it just didn't help that she came in what a couple days before the finale. Can I yeah. can I suggest something? Because I I'm a, I'm a purveyor of the Love Island, another uh, UK to American hybrid series, and they have a, they have something called the Casa More. Where mm-hmm. at the halfway point, they just bring in like a boatload full of new people. And sometimes they, they bring it's a, a nice way to inject some some spice into the game. Can I suggest Catfish more where maybe we get like three or four new people, drop them in there, see whatever the hell happens. It's especially a way to like spice things up. I say do it at once. And rather than I'd rather have that than parse out four people throughout the game of just like mm-hmm. drop them all in a batch. It's an entirely new group of variables to work with. Sometimes you might recruit them to your cause. Sometimes you use them and abuse them and lose them. Uh, but I think it could be a fun way to do it. And also from a new player perspective, like it worked with Jackie and James and that the way things were arranged, they got a lot more attention. But I feel like usually if you're a newer player, like it's pretty much, hey, you're interesting. Great. All right. Ratings come around and we're like, I don't really know you. All right. I'm going to get rid of you. Like, that's very much <laughs> yeah. like Mitchell specifically, I think, really mm-hmm. that last season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I do. I feel like I feel like they try very hard to make sure because the format of the show, I can see. Again, I can seek sort of the method to their madness here where, uh, you know, if they're not careful uh, and you have all the same players in at the same time um, for too long, then it could really start to get Pagani. Uh, mm-hmm. Like uh, the way the ratings work and the way that the influencers work, like as soon as one you know group of people has a leg up and they just start putting themselves in as influencers and they take out everybody other than themselves, like the last thing they want is for like, episode to episode to be like very predictable we know exactly who's going to be leaving now uh coming forward and i think that's part of why they introduce new people now it's like oh you, know, you thought that uh you know the revolution uh was going to be <laughs> down in numbers um but now Jackie's here and look we're going to let Jackie talk more with them than them. <laughs> um and boom just like that it's not over yet is it uh so i think it's just it's it is kind of just another way of them controlling the the pacing of the game which you know has its has its strengths and weaknesses i think mm-hmm. what if they did something like where like mike suggested they introduce four new people but um have them compete to to stay in the circle like two of them Mm. stay in the circle and then the other two would have to leave and and it be based off what the other players who were originally there what what it i was just sorry i just thought about the triangle the triangle um twist um was that the UK season? But I'm just saying, like, something, I agree, it's just weird. I just don't like the last person coming in, because mm-hmm. either they have, they're taken out and they have no shot, or they win like Patty did, and then we're like, who are you? <laughs> what, if, what if it was like, uh, what if we did, like, um, here are four new profiles. 
Two of them are catfish. Two of them are real players. Um, You can look through the profiles and the photos. You can have circle conversations with each one of them. Um, But uh, then you have to pick, you have to try and guess who the two real players are. And those two players will join uh, the circle and the other two are are not going to join. Right, because you would say, I mean, uh, you could even just say, which two would you want back? But again, given mm-hmm. the apparent motto of the circle is catch yeah. and suck, yeah. like they're going to vote for who they think are the two real people. Real I kind of like that, that, like, circle speed dating. Um, right. Hey, yes. uh, it's almost like how they started BB23, or how, how they pick their teams based on, like, 30-second sound bites. Like, you look at someone's bio, look at someone's picture, maybe have a, a quick chat with them, and you're like, I'm going to vote for this person. Mm-hmm. It would be a really interesting way. I understand to your point, Taryn, from a logistics perspective. I think they would want to sort of, like, also make some eyes pop by being like, oh, coming up on this batch of the circle, someone new is going to come in. I am intrigued. In any edition, had they did they pop up that message before of, hey, don't worry, nobody else is coming in this time? I think they usually do. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, like the circle is now complete. Uh, okay. No new players will be joining. That. Maybe right, same. The, the, the Vince stuff also understandably threw a spanner into the works, right? Of like, oh, wait, there are actually people in here who aren't real whatsoever. Yeah. Okay, this is a little <laughs> tough to think through. And did that just die? Like, they were questioning it for a little bit, and then nothing else. First of all, let me just say, I knew they were going to throw him under the bus with mm-hmm. uh, yeah, explaining that it. this was right. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I was like, you better be careful, Nick. Um, right. but yeah, they they talked and then it never came up again. <laughs> just they're like, hmm, I think it might be Nick. OK. And then like just kept <laughs> it moving. It, it never affected him. So I don't know if that's a testament to like Nick's like really good gameplay or or did they just not care? Like, how did they not care? Yeah. Hold on. How did nobody think? <laughs> is Jackie even a new person or is she just right. another? Right. Like, we just got account. tricked by a fake person. Maybe that's why they had that gamer question, right? Of like, well, truly, this person might know ghosts, but do they know games? They can't. No one could be that multifaceted. I fully would have suspected James. I would have been like, Jackie has got to be James. Look at <laughs> they, they, Look at that. Look at that. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I think yeah. Isabella was the only one to say, "Oh, are you a real person or are you a right, ghost?" Yeah, yeah. But to be fair, mm. Isabella also thought that Vince was Little Yachty. So I yeah, think yes, she was. Oh my shit. God, was he Little Yachty this whole time? <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I actually I love the moment of too. Yachty being like, "Yep, that's me. Yep, I passed. I've played in the game for two minutes. Sorry." I uh, I loved I loved the uh, the moment too where um, Jackson is visiting Nick and he's like, "What are you thinking, uh, Vince?" Um, You're right. Yeah, I'm also Vince. Mm-hmm. Wait, what? <laughs> like that was a great moment. I love that. Yes. Uh, yeah, she, really, he really he really wanted to hear like her say how you know how great Vince was, how much of a great guy. It was just like, all right, come on, come on. Okay, now I'm gonna drop the bomb. <laughs> it was like. Okay. I, I loved I loved that burner twist. I feel <laughs> like uh, they need to do it more often so that there's more paranoia on like, is this even a uh, not only is this a catfish, but is this a burner account? Um, right. It really it plays very well into the theme of the show. Um, and I love watching people like have conversations with themselves and other <laughs> another person. Like uh, I feel more fun. of this, more cat, more like uh, if you if you, the catfish are getting tired, just introduce more burner accounts. Right. It'd be cool too if they did like a bot 
that like had like the same 10 phrases and oh, see how long it yes. took for them to realize. Yes. Oh, I mean, well, then, but then if James says that someone's a very valuable member of the circle, then you're like, oh, they got botted. Right. <laughs> Buying followers. They're just, just pumping out the same things. Oh just gosh. dropping links, just random links just <laughs> over and over in the circle chat. Yeah. What if, what if they like cast like a programmer uh, who's like, I'm actually not going to be on the circle myself. I've just written an algorithm. Because <laughs> right? then we sort of get like uh, the mooch in Celebrity Big Brother, right? Like the fake circle player. Uh, but yeah, I'm just coming in to like cause chaos and right. throw some stuff out there. I'm not oh, they did that before. We get the Rupert bot uh, mm. to play the circle. <laughs> yeah, they, they did that in the in one of the Celebrity UK ones, right? Or he was a celebrity and he, his yeah. job was just to come in for 24 hours and just be as chaotic as possible to get himself voted out. Uh, and it was so funny. I think I think that's why Isabella thought it was Liliati, right? Like she was yeah. like, "Oh, it's just like that when that celebrity came in for yeah. a period of time." Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Um so uh little yachty. Right. I would have just loved if somehow like Vince for some reason made it to the finale and like Lil Yachty comes into the room. Like in the dirt. Yeah. What the hell? You're <laughs> <laughs> on our TV. Right. You're playing us. Oh man. Well, okay, so this final twist is that the the two influencers are anonymous and they are d- gonna discuss anonymously who to block. Um, and I'm wondering if it took six hours because they had to talk around the facts of, the, of like who they were. Cause I just didn't like, I, it, it sounded interesting to begin with, but then was it that interesting that they were anonymous? Because what was the point of like, uh, like what's the point of being anonymous? It does it. What does right. it matter? Yeah, exactly. I, I would have just honestly preferred the regular secret Same. here. <laughs> Same. That way, yeah. like we may have gotten, you know, depending on who was number one, they could have had the option to block a bigger threat in their own alliance. Right. You know what usually, I'm saying? Usually, they do, uh, the, like single influencer, right? Like the single influencer blocks the the, the sixth yeah. place player is how they usually enter it. So yeah. I I feel like we're a bit results oriented though. I think it what really didn't help is that it was the exact same two people. Uh, I think mm-hmm. had yeah. it been two other people that would have helped, and I think maybe then you sir. And also, I think due to the circumstances, you had these two sides against each other. If it was more of like a loosey goosey dynamic maybe people would be like it's anonymous nobody's gonna know who blocked who let me take the shot so like i'm not blamed for anything but i think just due to repeating the same circumstances and the dynamics pretty much being the exact same thing we got pretty much like going down the line now of what would have happened if it had been the same thing anyway Right. Yeah, it was just weird, like watching them be like, "I'm trying to, I'm trying to fake, uh, I'm trying to pr- make sure that they don't know who I am in this, uh, in this conversation." It's like, why? Like, does it really, does it there really impact no all that much? Like, uh, like they were like, "I'm gonna throw some shade on this person, and then they're not gonna know that it's me." But it's like that's just that's just like uh, taking a shot at your own case that you're gonna try to make later. Like, mm-hmm. like is this really, is this really that valuable? If anything, I think I like what Nick kind of tried to do, but he didn't commit enough. I would have went in there, if I was James, I would have went in there pretending to be K so that I can, uh, so that I could save, well, 
That's what I thought. I thought at least pretend to be somebody else so they get the they get the message like, oh, if I think that's K, that means I can't block K. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, I would. Yeah, I would have been like uh, when James. I was thinking when James was like, okay, I don't think it's Ashley anymore. I'm gonna say let's block Ashley. I was like, I wonder if Nick could just be like. Actually, I am Ashley, so right. I guess it's got to right. be Jackie. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I thought the play here might have been just just thinking just like outside the box. If James had gone in to be either Isabella or Ashley to say like to get Nick comfortable enough, but he hasn't had enough conversations with them in order to be able to talk similar to them. But mm-hmm. it's like a, if I'm Isabella, hey, I think we might need to go against Ashley because I've had some private chats with her where she wants to eventually block you. She's been talking and, you know, she thinks that, you know, she wants to get you on her good side for now. Um, It would be just, you know, it would be far fetched, but it's something to try to get Nick comfortable enough. I really, I, I think that's if you have perfect information, that's the move, right? It's to go on, you're essentially going undercover. You're mm-hmm. saying like, oh, it's I'm actually part of your thing, so give me all the secrets. I also would not be surprised in the least if they were not allowed to say who they are. If right. James yeah. could type like, hey, what's up? It's James. Who's this? They're like, nope, sorry. They're like, I'm not typing that. You can <laughs> make the mystery happen. After six hours, there's no chance that they hadn't figured it out, right? Like, Ooh, yeah, exactly. We see that James figures it out because, like you said, like I think Nick did an okay job from what we saw of pretending to be Ashley, but immediately gives up the goat when he, you know, mm-hmm. thinks with his other head. When it's like, what do you yeah, think? He's like, it's about- well, actually, I think she's a very, you know, beautiful person inside. <laughs> yeah. It's Nick. We absolutely know that it's Nick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's what's like, what's the, what's the value in it? Like, uh, like at yeah. that point, like, what does it even matter? Yeah, um, honestly, I just think throw the whole twist away. Just <laughs> do the regular super influencer because that's where you're more likely going to have a oh my gosh outcome than still mm-hmm. having two secret influencers secret from each other um, uh, happen. But Mike Bloom did point out that it, maybe if it was two different people, it would have been a more interesting twist. But I, I don't yeah. know because we didn't see it. And it was not yeah. interesting. <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of anonymity, uh, I want to talk about like the the Savage Questions game. Because I feel like we got mm-hmm. like, two yeah, versions yes. of the same game almost, right? Like we had the mm-hmm. Circle of Fortune one that yeah. was essentially yeah. ask a brutal question to somebody and, and then answer it about someone else. And then it was like, mm-hmm. okay, now you can ask someone a question, but anonymously. It was, it was interesting. Like we had the reviews game as well. I can't tell if they like the anonymous games more or the ones where people have to like actually put things behind their picture yeah yeah i i I liked i feel like this cast was also a lot more open about like all right you know what screw it yeah Kay's my rival Um, yeah (laughs) i think isabella's a catfish uh like they went with pointed questions um Mm -hmm. i did appreciate that uh about this cast yeah, but the thing I didn't like about Savage Questions was they there were no repercussions. Like you like yeah. you said previously, Taryn, like I need some repercussions or I need them to be like, oh, whatever your question is, if it asks for a name, you gotta put a name. Because exactly. it, all they did was just cop out. They all just copped out. Cop out, right? It was like uh, who deserves to be blocked. She's like, the person who did not spend too much time (laughs) don't give like a pageant answer Kay. yeah no i I didn't like ashley's oh pick either me either i go home or i flip a coin like get out of here 
I actually, I actually felt like Ashley's was, was pretty, pretty good in the sense that like, uh, like fully didn't give anything away. It was a cop mm-hmm. out, but like also mm-hmm. didn't give anything. I felt like Hayes was a cop out and also she kind of still said a name. Like it's exactly. the worst of both worlds. And it wasn't like we got Kay saying like, oh, I think it should be Jackie. So, but let me kind of like, you know, flower it up. She, it wasn't even as if she thought it should be Jackie. She just wanted to say an answer that would be pleasing to everybody. It's like, no, now mm. everyone just thinks you should have just said Jackie. Yeah. And like, for, like the, in the, in being ambiguous like that allows the possibility for somebody to be like, Oh, is she talking about me? Yeah. You're like, oh, Kay's coming after me. All right, like, say what you want to about what uh, what Ashley does during that circle of fortune thing, right? Like, really essentially guaranteeing she never becomes an influencer again by saying, F you, you know, F you, Kay. I don't like you. Uh, I, I think that, you know, at least in that case, creating a specific target helps insulate you a little bit by like having other people say okay well i know she's definitely not coming after me in this case right Kay put mm-hmm. out some vagary so that unfortunately everyone could kind of make a case of because i think Kay specifically said like who doesn't deserve the money the per- per- person who deserves the money should be whoever like survived more in the circle and that is such a loose term that you have people like ashley like someone like isabella could be like okay is it me because i came in late could james think it could be him because he came in late like there's mm-hmm. so many rationales you can assign to that Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, just it, didn't, I just didn't like that they were copping out. Yeah, yeah like yeah. what you said with like, okay, some type of repercussions. Could it be that? Oh, if you don't answer the question directly, we're adding a rate, like a a, a bottom or our last place rating to your next ratings. So then it brings down your average. Oh, interesting. Well, so I think I think the the thing that made the uh, the the first one work with Ashley is that it was like send your angry uh you know emoji whatever uh to the person who is your rival um Mm -hmm. it's like you have to send it to one person Mm that there's there's no words you're just sending an emoji Mm -hmm. um and so uh i feel like um you know constricting the players in that way i think is the way to like really force them to uh to to get in there but i also feel like uh you know you know, when it comes to like the games and stuff, I would like more like uh, like it needs to matter. Like uh, if if the goal of the game is to, um, you know, uh, whatever, uh, then you should be encouraged to actually go along with that goal. Um. Um, my other thought process is which which question type do you guys think is better? Do you think James with the question of um Ashley, who do you trust more, um, Nick or Isabella? Do you think that type of question is better? Or did you think Kay's question was better in a sense of Isabella? Are you, do you really like Nick? Are you just playing it up? Like, because one of them is basically saying your opinion and getting your opinion out there. And then the answer doesn't kind of really matter while the other one is setting up the answer to matter and try to cause a rift. Yeah. So I, I feel like when it comes to these questions, uh, and I felt like Nick was the worst with this. Um, but, uh, but you know, others were like, Nick, Nick's was the, the, gamer. um, where it's like, it's like, if you try to ask a leading question like that, 
what you're really doing is just putting out an anonymous statement. Um, yes. And you are the person making an assertion and you're giving the other person an opportunity to defend themselves. Um, mm. Whereas, uh, you know, the, the question that I think it was Ashley uh, asked of Kay, um, who do you think is the least deserving? It's you are putting out the question and you are letting them put out the shady statement. Uh, like that is the way to go about it, right? So yeah. um, the more you try yeah. to lead, the less effective it is. So like when Kay mm-hmm. asks uh, Isabella, are you, are you playing Nick? Uh, that's the assertion. And then she gets to be like, no. Yeah, it was still like <laughs> yeah. such an easy tee up because, like, essentially, what they're saying is like, "Hey, uh, anonymous question, Isabella, doesn't Nick suck?" And she's yeah. like, no, he doesn't. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't suck. And and it's like, okay, I guess that's open and shut, right? There's no, there's no right. false. So I agree. I think, like, honestly, any questions that are make you be forced to say a name, I think, or is the best form of questioning. Like, Same. Just, because then there's there's no way to talk around it, right? Unless mm-hmm. you do what Kay does. Well, like, I was about to say we had two people talk around names, <laughs> but well, then you look like, like I, you're I, avoiding the like answering yeah. the question. Yeah, like mm-hmm. I think I think uh, an even more effective question for James could have been, "Hey Ashley, who is who is the person that you are most loyal to, or who is the person that you're closest to?" Um, mm. And uh, and instead of like naming those two people so that uh, she can go like, "I couldn't choose between these two people," instead yeah. it's like, "Who is the one person she might not." of thought to be like i'm gonna name both of my alliance members to you right now like i'm not gonna give you that information and so her answer is probably gonna come off as even sketchier if she goes i'm loyal to everybody um, or whatever right so i feel like you you give as little information as possible in the question and force Mm -hmm. it out of the other uh person to be sketchy i think that is the that is the goal the question came up to me because if if the person if you're asking a question and nine times out of ten it's gonna be a cop-out answer why not just kind of get your your seeds of in there you know what i'm saying why not just try and water the plants in people's minds but you're right you it, when you do that you give them a chance to rebut it as, a, exactly. as opposed if you talk about them behind their back and tell people individually oh i don't think jackie is a gamer and right. just Especially. not there to defend herself Especially if it's something that's already in people's heads, uh, mm. you're just putting it out there to allow somebody to to address it finally. Whereas, like, mm, yeah. you know, if if people think that Isabella is playing Nick, um, they secretly think that Isabella has no way of defending herself mm-hmm. about that. She can't just come out of the blue when nobody's actually said it uh, and be like. By the way, I'm not playing Nick. Uh, that was super special. Um, so when everyone thinks it secretly, it's very powerful. The second you put it out there, she gets to go, how dare you? Yeah. No, I'm not playing Nick. Uh, and now, you know, it's it's much different. So I think could something that helps parlay a bit into what Taryn wants from these games should they do more with this, this, the circle awards or like in this case, right? The, the, the superlatives with the prom. Uh, Cause they did that last season. They did that this season. Like the uh-huh. MVP is obviously the big one, though it ends up mattering. Doesn't really matter here. Right. <laughs> right. And Nick both get it. I love the fact that they essentially canceled each other out by being like, Oh, I'm going to like really throw them under the bus and rank them <laughs> the top. And then they're both, they both end up at the top. But I do wonder if you make it, I mean, honestly, it's it's like the survivor old touchy subjects challenge, right? Like, who's uh, who is leading the game right now? Who probably won't win? Like, I wonder if you honestly turn down the high school aspects and turn up more of like the ugly truth aspects of like, you know, most duplicitous or like most likely to be a catfish. 
then mm. maybe that helps shine a light a little bit more. And again, for again, the game literally forces you to say a name, right? Be a little bit strategic. Yeah. That As opposed to like a uh, class clown is obviously going to be James. Like it's right. a, yeah. a whole comedian. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I yeah. appreciated the narration this season. Um, I think there was there was like there was one time when I went like, oh, really? Uh, <laughs> but apart from that, I either didn't notice or actually giggled. Uh, yes. Yeah. So With Michelle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, it has not always been my favorite, but I I've, this has been a better season. It is interesting. Yeah, Michelle. Totally because I've I've talked to the narrator for Love Island and like he very much crafts all of his lines like it, there's no writer's room like he'll watch the show and like write his own dialogue. Michelle's mm. a comedian. I wonder if she does the same thing or if like mm. Netflix is feeding her things to say because that's more done obviously a lot more in post than Love Island, which is done basically like week to week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And sorry, speaking of the superlatives thing, I, and I and the chat's kind of wanting us to talk about it. They do not give them enough pictures, like at all. I, yeah, like James still only had like the two. I think. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think Nick had three, but it's just like let them come on. Let's do something where we get more pictures. I, right. I, I do want to be because revealing some of the pictures is where you get some of the distrust. Like, like mm-hmm. people would get a second picture. Like, I don't believe this. I think that's a catfish. You know, like I want to. I wish we had more of those moments because this on this season all we had was like the the old school photos, and then we and then that's how Michelle got. You know, people started double thinking about Michelle. So. Man, more more like that, please. Yeah, I, I well, listen. Here's my hot take. I say change your photos after every blocking. I think when someone you know, you're like, I like right, that. my really album, change my photo. Like, I think that at least allows you to cycle through some stuff, and that'll also inspire other conversations too, right? Like, mm-hmm. oh, here's Michelle's picture with her horse, and they're like, hey, blue Michelle, loved you on that yeah. horse. Like, tell me what kind it is. And they're like, oh crap, I don't know what kind of fish this is uh, or horse. Yeah. Uh, let me let me like try to describe. It. I think it'd be a fun way to just also stop people from just staring at the same photos each and every day for two weeks straight. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think that that could be cool. Um, but uh, okay, let's let's uh, of course just just as Mari uh, gets blocked from the podcast, <laughs> she gave her opinion and then she left. She knew. Um, let's let's talk about the finale. Let's try and speculate here. Um, you know, obviously Nick, I think, has been the sort of dominant force in this game up until this point, but. Is he the winner in the circle? I there really hasn't ever been a season of the circle uh, that I've seen, at least in the UK and the US, where uh, you know the person who has been the driving force of the season has actually won the season. It's usually that they were the driving force, and everybody knows they were the driving force. Right? Oh, somebody strategically rates them down, and just like that, uh, somebody else uh, ends up as the winner. Um, but uh, we do have, you know, we have Isabella and Ashley, both of whom love Nick. I mean, Daddy Nick, he's uh, he's their favorite. <laughs> they can't wait. Uh, so they can't wait to uh, hang out with, with Daddy Nick. 
Um, and uh, what if Mari walked into here? Mari has another answer. I know. I have no idea. That's never ever happened. What is? What are we cursed today? I, I sent to you to my, my energy. Camera. <laughs> I know. I think like I think Vince like is uh, spooking up. This Seriously. Place, oh, Vince. I'm having here. mic issues. Asia's having yeah. internet issues. Mari just got blocked. Uh, just luckily, Mike Bloom is here to hold us down. <laughs> now a piece of roof is gonna fall on me, Terry. <laughs> this is my end, right? now this is my final podcast oh my gosh this is so, so janky uh, so okay let's i think what we should do is is run through quickly run through the final five and mm-hmm. uh and and try and guess like are they going to rate emotionally or strategically Mm, okay. um, and then, and I, I think if we can kind of agree on these, then we'll have a decent idea of where we think, uh, the, the finale is going to go. Right. Um, mm-hmm. I think we probably all agree. James and Kay will both vote, uh, with their, at least when it comes to each other, I think they'll yep. vote with their heart. Um, yes. I think James would probably do something like K number one, Mm-hmm. Nick number four. Yeah, right? I think so. And I think um, I think he would might put Isabella number three then. Just because same. Like, he doesn't necessarily like her, but it's like, if I really want to sink Nick, then I'll put who would probably be my number four from a popularity perspective, but I'll put her number three. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then Kay, I feel like, would do um, would do James number one, Nick number two. Yes. Mm-hmm. Maybe like Isabella Ashley. I mean, they both had conversations with her. Yeah, but, uh, I, but I feel like she likes. I'm trying to remember Ashley. She, yeah, she. Oh, you know what? She got have a really big reaction yeah. to Ashley. Yeah, because I think it. Ash, and we we could talk about that too. Like, I think it shows why Matthew. I think is actually a really, really, really good catfish, and I think part of it is because he's essentially playing himself, right? Like his coming right. out story as Ashley mm-hmm. was his coming out story. I think the fact is like, he honestly is himself with just a veneer on it, as opposed to Sophia, who I think is, is pushing down a bigger part of herself and being like, well, I know my sister, you know, my sister, Sophia, it's, mm-hmm. it's a little tougher to do to be one degree removed from that. And so I think Kay kind of felt that, like you said, like I think Kay is a fantastic bleeding heart of the circle. And the fact that she felt Isabella, even though she came first, her pitch was like, I understand what you're doing versus Ashley, who like came in hat in hand and Kay's like weeping, saying like that means so much to me. I think just shows the emotional impact that these two have had and how they differ from each other. Mm-hmm. I could even I could even see Kay doing Ashley second and Nick. Same. I, that's why I was confused. I was or that's why I was questioning was if that's Kay true. would actually do Nick second. She everyone I think all five all six or five five of them know Nick is. Like even Nick himself, he knows he's highly rated. And so I think Kay knowing that, but yeah, I think she still will think with her heart, like I've been with Nick, we've come to an agreement. I would be happy if he won. If I didn't want win, I would want him or James to win. Uh, so yeah, he's definitely going two or three mm-hmm. for her. Yeah. So then, uh, then it's, you know, we have Isabella. Um, and I think Isabella is very strategic, mm-hmm. but I also think that she is a little bit concerned that she, I think the guilt about leading somebody on, like, I can't see her putting Nick third or fourth just on like, he, you know, I'm going to disappoint him potentially mm-hmm. and also be the reason he loses. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know about that. I feel like she's putting him at least one or two. Uh, maybe she puts Ashley, Ashley one, one. Two, yep. thinking I think this is my one. way of being strategic. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, you know, that's what I'm going to do there. And then probably K third. 
probably K third and James last. Yeah. Because James mm-hmm. has been influencer and up yeah. there. Yeah. Um, and, and then uh, James has also had no qualms like, <laughs> yes. like you're on my shit list, right? That's yeah. true. Mm-hmm. So, like, why would I rank this person high? Because she's already expecting him to rate her five. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's true. So then uh, we haven't really talked a lot about uh, Ashley slash Matthew, but I actually really enjoy Matthew uh, on the show. I think that he's uh, he's also very funny. Um, and even though he can be a little like biting at times, he also <laughs> like has, I, fe- I think, like a big heart, um, which uh, which I appreciate. But um, he's also a very strategic player. But he also like loves Nick. Um, so I really he's the one I feel like I have the 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 he's the hardest to read for me in terms of like, where does Ashley go? Yeah. I, mean, hmm. I think strategic, honestly, because yeah. I, I, I think uh, we didn't talk about the family videos because who cares? But like, I think <laughs> two weeks, really, right? I yeah. got vacations that link, you know, yeah. and I don't my need a family video. You're like, all right, I got to get a message from my family and on my two week vacation. <laughs> Yeah. So um, you are the bravest and strongest person I know, Asia. <laughs> like, Mama, I'm in Cancun. Like, what? <laughs> Hi, I know what you're catfishing as me on your trip to Mexico. So I just want to send you a message of inspiration. <laughs> so I, I think I think Ashley slash Matthew will go completely strategic to me and. Does that mean I would, Nick and James third and fourth? Yes, that's so. what I'm and thinking. And I think she rates Isabella first because she knows Probably. that Isabella is going to rate lower. And so she's like, let me sort of like throw that out there to purposely push everyone else down. I think I could see Matthew very easily doing that. So like yeah. Isabella, Kay, Nick, James, mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. like that. I yep. could, yeah, I could definitely see that. And that's okay. what I was thinking. I was, I was kind of like when I was talking to my husband about this, I was like, is there a world where if the three people from the band who are who are strategic voters, could you see them like like trying to push other people down by putting K in second place because she's been in the bottom so many times that she gets so many second places <laughs> she ends up pulling it out. Well, Good I work. think that's why they might hesitate because uh, I mm-hmm. think they're all still worried like K is still like they're still thinking about K in those first two weeks and how she's sure. popular. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. Um, but let's okay. So then, then there's Nick, and I think Nick would absolutely go strategic um, for sure. He, I mean, he has deals with all four of these people. Everybody, at this point. yeah. Uh, I think you know if he was leaning toward his heart, he would rate the band higher. Um, but uh, but does he do that? Would he potentially go something like K, Isabella? And in, in first and second, I don't know which one first and which one second. And then maybe mm. James and Ashley, but he probably puts, I don't know. He, it's, I think it's he puts tough. Ashley above James because, well, we, we, like we said, we don't know if he really came away from the influencer chat knowing that yeah. James was on the other side. But if he has an inkling that it was James on the other side, then I think he definitely. Yeah, I don't know. Then he, I think he definitely puts James last right, to try yeah, and, and, yeah. and get him down. Which I means could, Ashley's probably third at the lowest. I, I think he could rate Isabella first, and I think it could mm. be a personal thing. I think the way he talked about her in that secret influencer chat, I think that's a little bit of like Nick's personal feelings leaking through. And actually, I would not be surprised if while we have someone like Matthew play a little bit of a personal game and vote strategically at the end against that parabola, I would not be surprised if someone like Nick 
is like, I played a game to get this far. I'm happy with where I am. It'd be great. Mm -hmm. Like I really like Isabella. It'd be really great if she won. Let me throw in at first. Plus sort of like with the Ashley logic, right? Like she's probably not really being rated very highly by James or Kay. So this is a way to also bump other people down. Yeah. So, okay. So according to my very quick uh, math here, based on what we're predicting that if, if we are correct, so this. so saying that Nick would rate um, K as, which spot? It, honestly, it, it, the thing, the, the one that matters to me is Ashley because as okay. long as he doesn't put Ashley last, I think Ashley wins according to okay. all of these other ratings. Okay, wow, really? Ha- because if 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 uh, if James does K Ashley. Ashley's in second place. If uh, Isabella puts Ashley first um, and James second, that's a first place. Um, if uh, if Kay is putting Ashley second or third, um, then that's if second would be amazing for Ashley. Um, oh. And then as and then if if Nick puts Ashley second or third, as long as she gets one of those seconds uh, from yeah. either Kay or Nick, yeah. then I think she wins. No, I, I, yeah, I, it, I, it makes sense. And though. Ashley gets no bottoms, right? Oh, I have been. Yeah, she gets that, no bottoms. Yeah. And that's the thing is that I think if we're looking at that trio of the band, there's a chance that people put Nick at the bottom strategically and people put Isabella on the bottom personally. Yeah. And, are, and there's someone like Ashley yeah. who's always sitting in the middle. And sometimes right. with this, it's like the amazing race, right? Like you don't need to be first as long as you're not last. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, because I have Kay and James putting Isabella last, both of them putting Isabella last. Um, and then... Maybe Isabella and Nick putting James last at the very least. Yeah, I mean, according to what we're saying here, it's looking real bad for James. I think he'd probably be right. Last place. Yeah, last. are we saying anybody puts K last? I don't. I don't think so. I think we saw anybody put K last, but um, yeah. she's probably uh, got a couple thirds. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. and probably no firsts except for James. Except um, for James, no first yeah. from the band, um, likely. Um, so. Uh, you know, it, I would, I think probably like a, a close, uh, like somewhere second, third, mm-hmm. uh, I would say. Um, and, uh, I think Isabella could be up there as well. If, uh, if we think that, you know, Nick might put her first and Ashley might put her first. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, and then Nick, I think if the thing is you get one last place placement, um, it's very difficult to win. Um, and mm. so if we're correct and, uh, and James puts Nick in last place, um, then I don't think Nick can win unless he definitely gets like firsts from both Isabella and Ashley. Um, so yeah, it's, it's interesting though, because I think if people are voting, it's weird. That's interesting. If, if people are voting strategically, then I agree that James is probably near the bottom as is Nick because of like what they just were able to exhibit. But if people are voting personally, I think someone like James has a really good chance to win because he's in good with pretty much like Isabel is the only one that he's, he hasn't had a conversation with, but like, mm-hmm. I think if Ashley rates personally, she, he's, you know, I think, you know, that's, he's definitely above K like there's an opportunity, but I think it's, it really has to depend on what the split is, but it is mm-hmm. wild to think about how the two, you know, most powerful people in the game this entire week have a good chance of landing in those two bottom spots at the end. Yeah. yeah, and especially because, you know, again, we don't see their strategizing in terms of like where they want to place people and why um, in terms of like the battle between these two alliances. Mm-hmm. But at this point, especially for the band, um, you know, the 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 other side has not been able to be as coordinated, I think. But 
everybody should have a pretty good idea of how it works, like mm. how they've gotten Nick into the top two spots, how they've gotten James into the top two spots each time. Like mm-hmm. I think they've got it down to a formula and that's why Nick, 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 you know, Daniel, James, James uh, is because they were like, this is how we do it. Uh, Isabella and Ashley, we both put Nick number one. Um, mm-hmm. We both, you know, and the same for the other one. If we don't do that, so if we if we follow through with that again, if we do the same thing, then Nick's just going to win. So they have right. to change, even if they are loyal mm-hmm. to Nick. Um, yeah. So, you know, it, it yeah, really does feel like it's unlikely that we'd see the same two top people. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, because I, I, I did like seeing Isabella, Sophia saying, like, I'm so close, I want to win this, rather mm-hmm. than, like, her and Ashley having the mentality of, oh, as long as, you know, it's someone from the band, then I'm okay. The fact that they are so close and they want to win, then that gives me some optimism about how they're going to rate people. Exactly. Yeah, and 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 like I said, I, I if if Nick wins, it's solely based on Isabella and Ashley wanting to stick to the alliance even right. to the end. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. Yeah, and I mean, if it, the thing is, if if James puts Nick third and Isabella last, um, that you know could theoretically open the door. Like if K, if 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 James puts Nick Nick third, K puts Nick second, um, then. Even if Nick gets like second and second from Isabella and Ashley, I think that's now he now probably wins. Yeah, um, you know, mm-hmm. two seconds and two thirds probably not a win, mm-hmm. um, but uh, but three seconds and one third is is possible. So right, because um, I'm looking. I mean, I'm looking here. If we're saying maybe Nick puts. Or did I say this? I don't know. But because um, <laughs> I'm looking at my thing, because I'm looking like if Ashley is voting strategically and she gives K second, does does Nick give K second as well? Again, what if Isabella gives K second instead of yeah. Nick and switches mm-hmm. them out, and then James gives K one? You know That's what I'm a saying? Win. Uh, yeah. 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 So, like, that would be the. Uh, basically, we're saying we'll just have to see, and it might be. <laughs> yeah. yeah it might be a tie, or it might be a tie again. Um, and then if it if it's a tie, it goes by what the highest placement, how many it, it first how place many you first get. places, yeah, yeah. But I think it, I think it's interesting. I think it's gonna be. You know, despite again, like the 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 sort of sort of on offness I feel with the cast, it's going to be a really interesting finish either way. Because either you know Nick or, Nick and Kay, two of the biggest characters, win. Either James wins, who was the first latecomer in Circle his, in Circle U.S. history to win, or we get a Sophia or a Matthew win, which are wins at Catfish, Catfish. which is yeah. always, mm-hmm. also very fun. So, like, honestly, I think we're in for a good winner either yeah. way. I think the way this season has shook out, there really has been like nowhere to hide to use parlance from another reality show and so i think Mm -hmm. it's allowed people to sort of like do a little bit more darting and like force themselves to show their cards more than any season beforehand so we don't necessarily get that sort of like uh not to besmirch joey but like this idea right of like okay this sort of came out of nowhere but fine Mm -hmm. i'm I'm from a storytelling perspective i'm really excited to see how this ends because i feel like all five people had such different paths to the game that i feel like arc would feel complete with their win yeah well that's what we are looking at heading into next week's finale um i have one more question yes okay before you wrap this up 
In what order should they bring them into the hangout to meet oh. each other? <laughs> well, honestly, I haven't even thinking about the meeting just because, like, yeah. So I, I think so I think, it's, I think it's going to be Nick and Isabella mm. first because remember they did this with Chloe and Delisa mm-hmm. last season, right? It's like okay, we have the budding romance. Together. Yeah, <laughs> they want to make sure they also do it where it's just the two of them, so there's no mm-hmm. like awkward circumstances. Mm-hmm. And then I think from that perspective, because I'm I'm just basing it off of last season, if I remember correctly, Lee was the last one to come in, right? as river yes so then yes. now so then from that logic i think that actually yeah matthew yeah. would enter because mm-hmm. that's like the big that. shock right of oh my god mm-hmm. you were a catfish the entire time and i yeah, think so we kind of saw that in the teaser a little bit i think when he came in there was a everybody was there yeah yeah I didn't so watch I, again. I've, I've, I've been scared. I know. I, I, think I, know. No I didn't want to, to yeah. but it started. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I think something like Nick, Isabella, Kay, James, yeah. Ashley. I think so that's I the think, order. Because yeah. I feel like they would want Kay's reaction to Isabella with only just Nick there because even Nick thinks that Kay is a catfish or yeah. originally thought. He's kind of... Yeah. It, but even the preview was him saying like I thought you were a catfish the whole time, um, mm-hmm. and then James, and then end off with Matthew. Gosh, yeah, I, I yeah. like that. I like that one. Yeah. So, and here's a, here's another question I'll throw out there. I I don't know. Is the fan favorite voting up yet for the circle? I know there's a, I think uh, it is other other fan favorite focuses going on elsewhere in reality. Right. I was like, I just looked at my phone. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> did it, did it restart? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's interesting because that, that's always been. So I know I remember Sammy won it in season one. Who won it in season two? Chloe. Well, that's Chloe the thing I don't. Did she? I, just, I don't even yeah. remember. I don't, yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah, they come yeah, out either. with the news like three days after the show finishes. So like, oh. It was such a big I, thing I, in the UK season one that it was like it mm-hmm. was like half the prize money was the fan favorite award almost. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. And then uh, but then in the US it's just like it's not even. Yeah. So I don't know. I could, yeah. I could see. It depends. Like maybe I could see Kay getting it. I think I could see. So I follow Roxana on Instagram because I just um, needed a little bit more of her. I think uh-huh. she's a great personality um, and she's been advertising for like vote for me, vote for me. So I think it could possibly be her in the top three, at least yeah. and maybe even a Daniel. I mean, I know that. Mike, I mean, you're on like the other side of it, but yeah, are there people I will, on my side? <laughs> I'm not gonna yeah. lie. I, like uh, when when I was thinking like who might get it, I forgot that like blocked players could even get it. You know, like I, I don't know. <laughs> oh. Like I well, didn't even interesting, think though because because both them. seasons it was someone who made the finale. So yeah, it's a good mm-hmm. point. Um, I like because my immediate thought was it's got to be it's got to be either Nick or Kay. I mean, they have been the stars of the season in terms mm-hmm. of like, airtime. Um, and I think that like uh, it, with Nick, it seems I think you either love him or hate him. Yeah. Um, and then uh, and then like you know I think I think most people love Kay. Um, but yeah. uh, but she's a little bit less visible. Um, you know through uh, throughout. Um, so. Yeah, uh, maybe, I don't know. Maybe there's a push for James because again, James has been one of them. He's a latecomer, but mm-hmm. he's been one of the more mm-hmm. vocal players. And I think there I might love be James. Yeah, I, I love yeah. James again. I I love the personal content he brought. I think if you have to choose one second photo, I think the one that he chose was great. Uh, the conversation that he had with Ashley 
might like honestly do really well for him um, right. and return ratings fall a certain way so I'm, I'm really you know i would love for him to do that but i also wonder i don't think that many people are you know thinking like us like like look at the moves that he made can, yeah. can we vote this guy fan favorite well i actually like the one family video i did like was him and his brother like that yes, was yeah, really amazing um mm-hmm. you know Steelers aside, I really, uh, <laughs> I really did like their conversation, and I definitely was tearing up. I think that was the one that I, I really felt the most. Yeah, that's that's the one thing I will say. It, it wasn't even the fan. I thought maybe I would have teared up from the family converse or the family videos, but I actually teared up for the reasons why people want to win. I was like, uh, "What is happening to me?" I, I felt like it was so out <laughs> of it. What is this? <laughs> it just felt so genuine and just. Uh, uh, I, I really like that. So, a couple of moments uh, in this in this batch of episodes. Yeah, those the KPD. I don't know. The, some of the wishes they're giving out, right? Like Matthew, what he say? He like wanted to help his sister down payment on his on his parents' house, and it's like mm-hmm. one hundred thousand dollars does not go a very sixty-six thousand. You mean? <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, like is, okay. It's, um, <laughs> like I appreciate it. Your head's in the right place. Your heart in the right place but, yeah. but um, no, I loved I loved Isabella's Isabella uh, yeah. <laughs> basically saying I'm gonna spin it on me but me, not yeah. know that so but then everyone's like oh that's so nice such a great yeah, such a great big sister oh my god oh my god um uh, I also I loved uh, I loved the real Isabella being like uh I still don't really get why you're using my photos <laughs> yeah. uh <laughs> probably uh, never even funny. heard of the show at all like, no, so yeah. this would be interesting though if for season four they brought in the real isabella and like right. she has to play as herself they're like okay this definitely can't be the real isabella <laughs> so we're not gonna fall for this one come on <laughs> and also uh, nick snog made an appearance like he of the yes. you know, we can't change the photos he does get to to see his dog there so yes. i enjoyed it again like it's a it's a two-week expedition but it's it's nice, to, even though it's backloaded personal content, we're at least getting it at the end here so that, like you said, even if, if someone we're not necessarily personally invested in wins, we like understand who they are fundamentally as a person and what they're going to try to spend the money on before it runs out incredibly quickly. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I think that's what we have for you this week. We will be back next week. I believe uh, we plan to record sometime on Friday um, for the finale. Uh, so if you want to uh, catch our coverage, you can catch it there. Uh, obviously, we're going to get the Big Brother finale on Wednesday as well and Survivor is going to be on. So plenty of stuff to uh, to cover here in the coming week but I uh, can't wait to see how this one plays out again I have to mm-hmm. say I've really just enjoyed how this uh, season has played out um, it gives me a little bit more hope I think moving forward you know when when season three of the circle popped up out of nowhere I was yeah. kind of like did we need this already <laughs> um, but uh, but I've enjoyed it it's been a nice uh, distraction um, from uh, from some other shows yeah <laughs> yeah Um, so uh find that um you can also of course uh find uh me on twitch twitch.tv slash taren armstrong if you want to find all our big brother coverage you can uh find all of uh the stuff here on rob as a podcast if you go to rob as a website.com slash subscribe uh you can choose what you want to subscribe to there um and uh you can find me on twitter as well at armstrong taren uh mike where can people find you Doing so much stuff. Uh, so I guess I'll start with Circle stuff specifically. Uh, I am going to be talking to 
all five of these people that we were just speculating mm. wildly about. Uh, I, I was able to speak with Calvin. Uh, I will be asking them all about their final ratings, so don't you worry. Uh, okay, but did you, did you get to talk to Vince? Oh, no, that's that's the thing. Here's what we need. When they bring out the block <laughs> players, we need a cardboard cutout of Vince. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to be talking with Nick, Kay, uh, Sophia, Matthew, and James. I'm gonna be talk- Those are all going to be up probably like day of finale at parade.com. Mm-hmm. So check that out. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of insight. Like you said, very gamey cast. I'm sure they're going to give a lot of insights as to their journey over the course of everything. But of course, that's not the other re- only reality show I'm writing about. I am doing a Big Brother Exit Press. And if you saw Thursday night's episode, <laughs> you know you're going to want to check out that interview because uh, words words cannot describe it. If I have to, uh, I can't even sum it up with one emoji to send to Kay. It's <laughs> yeah. certainly an interview worth checking out. And Survivor as well. I got to talk to the first two eliminated players, which was a really great time. From a podcast perspective, of course, covering everything on the BNB, uh, Leon and I just about like, Four hours ago, recorded a really fun podcast with Maggie Morgan and Kirsten McInnes, uh, recapping what I thought was a really fun two-hour premiere of Survivor. We're doing a Big Brother B&B to wrap it up next week. Uh, and then over on Post Show Recaps, I'm doing Lost with Josh Wiggler going down the hatch. I'm covering the X-Files with my wife. So yeah, I am uh, lots of content going on at the moment, but I, I'm so happy that I got the opportunity to come on and talk with you all. I, I think that in my opinion, like I've liked each Circle US season better than the last. I agree. I don't know if two seasons a year is necessarily uh, needed, <laughs> but I've been enjoying it. And all I'm saying is like producers, if you're listening, give me my all catfish season. That's all yes. I want right now. Uh, that's 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 the wish list for me. But I'm so excited to see how this all finishes, and especially to see how these people reflect on their journeys. Oh, and now you can follow all this stuff at a Mike Bloom type. All right, uh, Mari, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Mari Talks Too Much, but also every week on the Wrestling Rehab Up podcast, where me and Matt Scott go over the week in wrestling highlights. So come check us out. You don't need to watch wrestling. This is for casual fans, uh, diehard fans. Just come and hang out with us. Your favorite RHAP podcasters will be on talking about the very weird, wonderful world of wrestling. Um, also, you can find me. I, I was on the BuzzFeed Daily podcast yes. last week yes. talking about the cookout. That was really fun. Um, if you want to check that out, you can go to my Twitter. It's um, on my pinned tweet. Um, you can look at that. I will be on the 90 Day Fiance podcast this week. Yeah, I love Such hopping. Such a good season. Over. Yes. Oh, my God. So good. I love hopping back on the Hot Mess Express. Um, so that's going to be so fun but just keep a lookout uh, I post everything I do on Twitter at Mari Talks Too Much alright and Asia yeah everybody can find me on Twitter at Asia like Asia so A-Y-S-H-A like A-S-I-A um, I realized at the top of the podcast I said this was my third time talking to Taryn it was actually my fourth time talking to Taryn this week oh my god <laughs> right the week of Asia <laughs> right? All right, so, no, you're rating number one in these final ratings right, <laughs> right. Okay. I, I like Asia content so I'm right. good. Yeah, I can definitely trust Asia to keep me safe as influencer <laughs> right. exactly a very valuable member of your circle right yeah. <laughs> very valuable Remember. Um, so yeah, so we had the Survivor 41 preseason draft. That was a lot of fun. So if you haven't checked that out, go watch it. See who drafted the grenade. Um, and then I was on the Big Brother, well, to wrap up Survivor content, I was also joined 
Taryn on the Survivor Stockwatch. So that was a lot of fun. So definitely go check that out. We went through the season or the the season premiere with a fine tooth comb, had a great time. Um, and then also I was on the Big Brother Roundtable uh, this past Tuesday and we had a great time talking about this final four and how much, how we wish it was like three weeks longer, uh, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. Why, why must it end? Um, and then uh, also I co-host the Married at First Sight wrap up. So we talk about uh, five cu- five couples who met at the altar and they go through this eight week experiment. So definitely go check that out. Um, this past episode was wild. Um, and along the, the, the way we have fun guests and Mari has come on to talk. So um, definitely go check that out. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us here today and we will see all of you next time. 